你好，我的名字是 Mr. Burns。<笑> From birth till death, humans have always desired the ultimate high nutrient liquid, milk. Breast milk at birth, children looking to grow, bodybuilders with gains, perverts with more breast milk, and the elderly with the fear of osteoporosis. There was all these all point to one thing: milk. Alvin joins us last week to rank milks and nut waters, and we rank them for flavor, texture, aftertaste, and cereal factor. No, milk comes from a mammal's tits, so we have to call the other ones nut waters, guys. Nut waters. Anyways,、uh, this week we got Gordon on the show. Hi, Gordon. Hello.、Uh, this is Jorge, your host, and this is Viv, the other host. Um, and yeah, today we have a pretty chilled and cool conversation with Gordon.、Uh, but we'll first start off with how's your week? Me, I'll go. Okay.、Uh, so my week's been pretty cool. This is my first deload week, so I've been pretty much working out nonstop since I think May, since we got back from LA. So this is my first deload week, but I didn't really do much deload because I ended up、um, playing badminton, swimming, rock climbing. But it's not like traditional、oh, like workout, so it feels a little bit different. We're very busy this week. I mean, that's kind of how I set up the week. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna go work out, so I gotta do something else. But I don't know. I feel like with like rock climbing and a bit of yoga, my shoulders actually a bit more sore than normal.、So、I don't know how much I've actually deloaded. <laughs> um, but、I'll、yeah, putting、we'll、a little bit more stress than usual. <laughs> I mean, rock climbing is pretty fun, but it's just expensive. Like, did I t- did I talk about how expensive it is last time? Really, rock climbing, dude? Okay, so. My drop-in pass, bouldering, bouldering, rock climbing, it's about the same. Like lead climbing and bouldering, it's pretty much the same. But um, so like one class of hot yoga would cost me about like between ten and twelve bucks. It just depends on like the pass you buy and if it's on sale and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, one drop-in session for rock climbing, if you just do drop-in, is like twenty-three bucks. And then if you get a pass, the cheapest it gets is like seventeen bucks. A session. Yes, so every time you go, there's no like unlimited in a month. There is unlimited, and that's like I think like seventy bucks or something a month or something like that, something around that range. It's、oh, like seventy to eighty a month, or like I think like seven hundred to eight hundred a year. So I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, you have to really commit to the yeah, sport for like, it to like, be yeah. cheap. Like,、money. if I paid seventy dollars, I'd be like, I want to be there three times a week or something、mm-hmm. like that. Money's worth, right? Yeah, but I don't, and like I already have a regular gym pass. Like, what's cool is most of the Climbing gyms, they have like a workout area right next to it.、Mm-hmm. So like you, they like they have benches and they have like squat racks and stuff like that. So you could theoretically also work out too. But like I already have a gym pass. Like if I didn't have a gym pass, I went to a new city. You know, I'm very new there, and I want to join this climbing scene. And then they also have a gym there. I'd be, oh yeah, this is great. This is like perfect. I can. Well,、like、that'd be a great way、gym. to make yeah. friends. Yeah, exactly. But then I don't. So I was like, fuck this shit. Plus, a part of me, okay, like I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but a part of me hates like. I, I think I kind of talked to Viv about this. I kind of like don't really like that cultish things, and I feel like climbing. Oh, literally just today. Yeah. Well, I feel like these climbing nerds are so fucking. I don't know. I mean, it's a very big thing right now. Yeah. Like- it's also it's, yeah. It's also a very big fad right now. I'm、yeah. I'm just trying it because there's a bunch of free shit right now. So like my friend brought me for free twice at the one gym she goes to. And then I have a one week cheap pass at、uh, the gym I'm going to right now. So pretty much, it's twenty five bucks. You can go unlimited for a week, and it also includes your rentals. So usually, if you rent like shoes, it's like five bucks、mm-hmm. or something like that. And then my friend who also goes to the gym said that I can go once a month with him for free.、Um, so I'm just gonna try to milk that shit. Damn. 
get your money's worth. You know, get as much as you can. I mean, it's 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 on, it's honestly pretty fun because it's like mentally and physically challenging. So most of it is like puzzles, right? You have to like get through the puzzle. There's certain ways you can the do problem. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it like, sound fun. it's different because like for tall people, you do the puzzle different for short compared to short people. So it's like it's kind of unique because everyone might solve it differently. Yeah, but yeah, I I went a lot this week. I'm gonna go a bit more, but my like shoulder and forearms like really sore now. So apparently, for the one by Grant Mac, yeah, you can one. volunteer to help clean up the chalk afterwards to get like free um visiting sessions. Ooh. Fuck that! Fuck that slave labor. I mean, somebody I know does that. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes like. When if if I was in university, I'd be like, "That's a fucking genius idea." I'll totally mm. help clean. But now I'm just like nowadays, I feel like I think about my hours a bit more because I'm like, "Okay, I actually have you know have to go to mm. work. I get paid yeah. a certain amount at work. So if I take that rate, I get paid at work per hour, and I transfer to like helping them. I'm like, no, I rather just I re- yeah, exactly, money. exactly. You you start to value your time just a bit more, I guess, when you start mm-hmm. working. Feel but, the exact same way with a lot of things. Like if I can pay for it, and like it's like a convenience, it's like so. Okay, back back in like high school, university, all that shit, I would always try to do this myself. So like fixing cars, doing all this mm-hmm. shit. But sometimes I'm just like, motherfucker, it's going to take me two days to do this and I can pay someone like 200 bucks to just, just get it done. I'm like, I think... You know what I find though? If it's something that you like doing, then you'd rather not pay for the convenience of fixing it or working on it. Yeah. True. Or, or if it's repeatable also. So if it's something that you had to keep doing, then you kind of like that you should but mm. that being said for example like when I used to play badminton so like when you play badminton usually your strings for your racket will break every three months and then I would just pay my friends like 20 some bucks to just get it restrung instead of like learning to restring myself I'm just like fuck it like hey, but what you, if you, you enjoy all the little bits of the sport so when even when you're like strings break <sighs> no. you think I mean oh, a, a lot of good players have their own string machine but for me i'm just like this is not worth my time to like get the machine because usually the machine's like quite a bit of money you have to get a machine to do it yeah yeah you can't just do it yourself like because like they put so much tension on it so you have to get a machine to do it and then you have to learn how to do it and then i think the biggest thing that people forget sometimes is like you're gonna fuck up right yeah that's kind of guaranteed so if you fuck up yeah you can fuck up on shitty rackets that's 20 bucks you fuck up one of my rackets that's 150 dollar racket I mean, the more the more you do it, though, like the the better you'll get. Yeah, at yeah. It, so like, it is like long term wise, it's good. But then sometimes it's like, how much do I value doing it? So I I completely agree with Viv. If you enjoy doing it, then yeah, like you're gonna like for example, three D printing. Everything I've printed, I could probably buy for like relatively cheap. But I actually enjoy doing it. So that is a thing. But yeah, sometimes I was like looking at like, oh yeah, help us clean or help us do this volunteering. You get this shit for free. I'm like, I don't know if my time's worth it, guys. Like I don't know if it's worth That's this shit. True. Like sometimes it's like volunteer for two hours for this free ten dollar thing. I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man. I'll That's just pay you. I was like, I'll pay. You, I'll just pay you the ten dollars. Uh, anyways, um, Viv, how's your week? Um, pretty basic week. The most exciting part of my week is that I made a new workout program, and I've been trying it out for three days, and it's been fucking amazing. I'm very proud of how I structured this, and it's it's looking amazing so far. Like three days in. I think I asked you about it before and you sent me the whole list of everything. Oh, yeah. And you told me I wrote a fucking book. I'm like, I thought you would like the details. I, mean, I was just shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought she was just going to say like, oh, yeah, push this day, pull this day and whatever else. But she told me like every single workout. I was like, damn, that's a very detailed I didn't even one. tell you like the the thought process oh. behind how I structured it and why I picked certain exercises, which I, I think is like 
the nitty gritty juicy stuff you know i feel like the like you're one of the rare few who actually like really enjoys all that like i enjoy working out but i don't enjoy like thinking like that when i like plan to work on stuff oh why not don't you want to make sure that your workouts are as efficient as possible to reach your goals uh yeah but like the thought and time that it takes to do it and like the research i think it takes to do it is quite a bit so like i'm actually more okay if like someone on youtube tells me like hey you know this is a good back workout program you know you do this one for this part of the back and this one for this part of the back and i'm like okay okay i'll just i'll just put that in that's that's pretty good then, that's pretty good like what i find fun aside from like the learning yeah. and the planning and everything aspect is that you can put in exercises that you know benefit you better like you feel more mind muscle connection in those or like you're able to connect with them better your form is better in those and you're able to train them at a higher level yeah i i think that's part of the reps too because like for me i've gone through so many workout programs so like i'll take a new program and then i'll like substitute things that i like more that work out the exact same area mm-hmm. like okay this is what i like more but then I, I don't go into the, like the deep thought process like okay this is going to be like nicer for this muscle or this muscle okay. or, or oh, this that's is what like I think. yeah yeah no Everyone I has something they like, yeah, want to yeah. sweat about right like with you yeah. or like with me we all have something like we were like going down nitty gritty about yeah. like love to like learn about so yeah exactly that's just that for her yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. but for me it's just like no I'll just fucking Frankenstein this shit with the stuff I like because like a part of it is like you have to enjoy it too right? mm-hmm. you have to enjoy that's your workouts true. so yeah. Yeah, you think about like, oh, my rear delts are a little bit lacking, so I should work out that. But then I don't have this exercise, and I work out a certain amount of pecs, and so I need that, and so then I'll switch it for this exercise. That was so much fun. Do you think um, the female fitness social media scene is like too oversaturated? I was just thinking like, because you love this shit so much, it'd be like kind of cool to do that. But do you think it's like oversaturated? I read something two days ago that was like, you shouldn't think that there's already too much of something or that your idea for a mm. business is an original because there's always going to be oversaturated, but there's always room at the top for more. And you have to differentiate yourself too from like, yeah. what makes you different from like, show mm, tits. And there's also like, just, I feel like for content creators nowadays, it's just also personality. Mm. Like people like you cause they just like you essentially your personality or knowing the meta or like getting ahead of the meta. Too. Yeah. Do you think, um, I guess there's a couple of school of thoughts of like liking you. Obviously, like you just have to be you, but I feel like you have to be a very different personality. Like you, I think there's some of that too, but there's also sort of like gaming the system, like playing the algorithm. Oh, okay, yeah. Stuff like that can get you pretty far ahead if you sort of know what you're doing and like put in put in the research and the work to like get ahead. So. Right. right. Well, the other thing that I feel like is sometimes you have to be okay. In my mind, I think people with more extreme personalities will usually get more views and stuff but i'm also curious like how many of these are people like purposely faking or something like that like it's so hard to fake the show right yeah 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 because like for example like in fighting and stuff when they promote stuff mm-hmm. they have to kind of like fake their personality right oh yeah it's like how like floyd mayweather is like so rich but that's like he didn't start out like that much of a dick but like that's why he got so many of the fights he mm-hmm. got is because he like had to exaggerate a personality that or a persona that wasn't him mm I mean, like you have to build a brand for yourself eventually, but then I guess that's also within your brand if you have a character as who yeah, you have your YouTube as versus you could just be like a uh like for not for life a sl- not a slice of life what the fuck a lifestyle vlogger and you just literally film your life. Mm. That's hard too though. You have to be interesting. Like, well, I think you have, like, to be to, like, attractive too. Frame the content in such a way that it makes it interesting for people. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think it'd be like I don't know. Easiest way is like super hot or super tall or super strong or 
just some weird stuff. Like like I would I would watch Day in the Life of a Midget. Personally. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so different. You okay. can write Because it's so like, different, right? Like you have to be like extreme in some way. Have have you ever watched uh, Primitive Technology? No, what is that? Oh it, yeah. It's the guy who like goes into the wild and like just does things oh, from like, the wild and like, like builds a house like, build a house yeah. or something from the Yeah. And, like, that's that's cool. so interesting because it's something you don't see every day. Okay. I actually find those videos a little different because those are almost like a brainless thing. It's like, um, yeah, it's just so cool. Like, like they're not doing any specific thing. That's cool. It's just like a, you like to just turn off your brain and just like so watch it, right? It's just mm-hmm. like, just I don't know. Like for me lately, I've been in- very enjoying uh, watching these random athletic um, channels. So like, I think one of the really popular ones is Destroying. I don't know if you know him. Um, but he, he does football one. I'm not interested in American football at all. But like when I watch him like commentate on like rookies and stuff like playing and shit, it just gets so interesting. Even though I'm not interested in the sports sport at all, it's like you're interested that how much thought goes into that sport. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, you should do some some branch and you can maybe do that. Yeah. I mean, that I seems like a that. lot of effort. Would you, Would you ever want to be a trainer, Viv? No. Oh okay. Just yourself. Yeah. I think a trainer like it's refreshing and fun to work out with people once in a while but for working out itself i enjoy it as a like one person sport mm. how about only fans <laughs> i don't think so oh okay well, i mean you could be a content creator i i, I think you could be a personality con- yeah. oh really yeah i mean you can spin off and then you can do some big shit and then people mm. remember the show yeah. i think i like a certain amount of privacy in my life and mm. i feel like content creating doesn't allow for that unless you're just strictly in the gym content I mean, there's a little bit. It's a balance. I was just right? thinking about a lifestyle one, but then yeah, yeah. If you mainly talk about your passion in the gym, I mean, so, so the easiest way is to do a lifestyle one because you just keep living your life, but yeah. you yeah. just like record it, right? Like that's the most ideal. Or like I think I'm not sure if it's easy, but like traveling one appears to be simple, but it may be more complex than it I is. I think traveling is a lot more complex because yeah. then it like ruins your whole trip, or not ruins, but you have to accommodate change your whole trip. Yeah, to accommodate filming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you should have also have to be comfortable with it, like going to random places and filming too. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like how many times have you gone to a restaurant and you saw someone like vlogging? Like almost never, right? Like it's so... At least not here. Not yeah, I guess not here. But it just feels weird. Like at least for me, if I sat down and the person next to me is like, you know, like fucking doing all the little... Headlights and everything. Yeah, yeah. Or if they're in front of you and you're like... I don't think anyone <laughs> like brings just, it Just fucking set. throw the middle finger the whole time while they're recording. <laughs> I've done it before though when I traveled by myself just like you just record just sit down record myself eating and like oh. talking to the camera so I think I did that a bit with my GoPro or whatever my fake GoPro my Xiaomi or whatever but I, I would just like travel by myself and I'll just like take pictures with mm-hmm. it or take small videos of it but I never actually did anything with it yeah don't upload it I mean, lifestyle bloggers and stuff are really popular I know my buddy like loves watching Michelle Choi or like oh I love Michelle Choi uh, she lives in New York, I think. And like, yeah, she lives in New York. And she, she just vlogs her entire life. And like, oh, it's such her, simple, relaxing. Really, yeah. Like a mukbang type of shit? Or? No. They're like aesthetic and calming. Yeah. Choi? They're called um, Living Alone Diaries. Yes. Is she hot? Oh, she's pretty attractive looking. And is, this, is this right? This is the right person, right? This is the right yeah. person. This one right here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, she's, yeah, she's pretty hot. I, I, I. Think you a lot of people watch YouTube. That. He loves watching her. Is this the same guy I'd be thinking about? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I just think about DJs. Oh, interesting. She has a daughter? No, she's like 
20. Oh, sorry. That looks like a kid there for a second. She's under 30. I actually don't know how old she is. Oh. I don't watch Michelle Choi enough to know. I only ever watch it when my friend puts it up on the TV when we're hanging <laughs> I mean, I'm a DJ there, so this is I like literally, this is my feed, this top feed right here. I got Dota going on. I got Beard Meets Food. I like watching some Beard Meets Food. I like some volleyball, so I have some volleyball here. Um, Some more food stuff. I've been watching climbing videos lately. I like like how stuff is made, so there's this one. And then some sports stuff and fighting. That's my DJ on YouTube stuff. What's on mine? Yeah, all right, guys. Oh, this is what we're doing? Yeah, go search up your YouTube. Let's check it out. I mean, hey, guys, if you didn't know, the JV show's on YouTube. Um, If you're listening on Spotify, so... JV show's my favorite YouTube channel. Nice. Let's go, baby. You've been watching, like, these um climbing videos and stuff? I've just been watching the JV. Guys. Just for the thumbnails. He's not talking about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, the thumbnail's amazing, okay? You want to find some nice titties? Go to the last one. It's going to be up yeah. soon. Uh, we got some nice JV show titties on there. Okay? Yeah. Some beautiful thumbnails. Okay, my YouTube has yeah, Miss Mango Butt. It has what? Miss Mango Butt. What's Miss Mango Butt? Another lifestyle. She's a, yeah. Is she hot? She's Korean? I think. She's, yeah, like, she's Korean. Korean. Very freaking hilarious. Like quirky, eccentric. Yeah. Mango Butt. Mango Butt. Mango. Oh, like, mango. Like, I thought you said Mango the Butt. The Oh, oh, she's uh, she looks almost like she's the, a muck, but muck, muck, yeah. Bali okay, this is gonna sound racist, dinner. but she looks like Michelle Choi. <laughs> no, I don't look like, at fucking all. Hold up, she does not look like Michelle Choi. Hold up, guys. Um, does this image right here not kind of look like this image? No, they look so different. No, actually. their eyes are very different, okay. and like their jawlines are like. Shape okay. Differently. Yeah. Okay. Different. Whatever. I'm racist. Right, I, I have her. I have Will Tennyson. Lil Tennyson. The workout person. I recently okay. learned about him. TEDx talks. TEDx talks. Okay. The cooking one. Okay. You watch Brian Lagerstrom. What is it about working out? No, it's cooking. It's really, he's no. really cool. Um, this show called Suburb Talks. Suburb Talks. Yeah. Is that the bunch of kids doing a podcast? Yeah. I think oh, yeah. I saw that before. A Vogue makeup one. Our mutual friend also likes a psych a to go. A workout one. Genem. All right, yours is mainly Hot just ones. workout, food. Oh, Angie and, Huberman. Yeah, workout, food, and some like... Barbell. Anna A cooking one. All right, Gordon, what's yours? Uh, Dota. I've been watching a lot of True Let's go, Dota. i watching a lot of True Sight. Um... Uh, Elenium set from Nocturnal Wonderland. Oh shit! Oh, I was trying to melt last night. <laughs> Are we high as fuck. No. Oh, unfortunate. Uh, Porter Robinson set from last year, and then I guess. Uh, ooh, Japan travel vlogs. Oh, I love those ones. Oh, Japan recently opened. Yes, I'm excited. You're for gonna that. go, dude. Paolo. Oh, I fucking love watching Paolo. Uh, Paolo from Tokyo. That is literally what popped up. On my feed, dude. Uh, do you know the next true true sites out tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. So this one this morning was really really good. I was like watching it at the store and wait. Like, this is just the insight, right? Insight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the new true, true sites out tomorrow, but like the insight from today, I was watching it and like I got chills. 
Okay, so. guys, if you guys are wondering, Dota 2 is an amazing MOBA. Um, I think a million times more complex than League, unfortunately. So that's why there's not... It's a little bit hard to get into. You're going to ruin your algorithm by saying that stuff. <laughs> but uh, when you get into it, I feel like you'll enjoy... Like, uh, Grubby recently played a lot. Yeah, he was a Warcraft 3 He was a Warcraft 3 player. player. And he said he, he loves it. And he thinks that people who plays a lot thinks it's hard to get into. But I think it's just their mentality because there's so much to know about it. But like... With any games, there's lower ranks and higher ranks. So, like, you'll, you'll be at ranked at where you should be, and you'll play at the level you should play at, right? And you'll get better, so... And that's with everything. So don't shy away from Dota, guys. It's actually still a relatively consistently popular game. Peaked since the past year. Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty sick. It's one of my favorite games. Do you play Fire Emblem? It's not even the same, bro. <laughs> I know, but I'm just asking. Uh, I think I played, like, one of the old versions, like the Game Boy versions or some shit. Oh, okay, so not really. Not recently, I'm oh, sure okay. not. Okay, I was gonna say, there's a new game coming out. Oh? Ooh, yes, it's uh, coming out for the In Switch. January. Next year? Yeah. Fire Emblem specific? Yeah. Yeah. Tears of the... Oh, no, no, that's Legend of Zelda. Fire Emblem is Chain... Change? Engage. 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 Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Fire Emblem. Wait, I want to see how it looks like. You you know what I kind of miss about it old looks games? so sick. I love Fire Emblem games. It's, yeah. It's like a tactical like, RPG, right? Yes. Like, like like the old tactical RPG. I kind of miss that because it doesn't happen anymore, right? You should get it. It looks yeah, sick. Sometimes, like depending on like... Mm. Like, I think that's one of the... What what, what is that kind of called? Like the Stardew Valley type of graphics game? Like a Pixly game? Oh, I don't like know. 8-bit games. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's something that I kind of miss about that, right? It's something so simple, but something so complex. Like, uh, do you remember... FF one was it FF one where you can choose your first four character like you choose the yeah yeah and it just made it so like so novel of an idea but like you feel like there's so many different possibilities you could do like it's literally like eight times eight times eight times eight of different possibilities was there eight different characters probably I think like I never played it monk knight uh, like a bunch right no but not but, not a bunch I mean I think there's eight is there's there? a lot eight isn't a bunch in FF one I mean eight's quite a bit. Because then you have four, remember. you have four characters. So it's eight times eight times eight times eight is the number of possibilities you can use as a start. Yes. And then as you go through the story, it changes too. That's kind of cool. Anyways, uh, Gordon, how's your day or your week? My week, yeah. um, busy start to the week. Uh, the store had like a big event, and you can sort of see that stuff on our social media. All right, let's let's uh let's back it up. So, what is the store? Tell us about it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 do so that first. This past year during COVID, I opened up a business. It's called Common Box Games. Common Box what? Common Box Games. Common Box Games. Common Box Games. What did you say? I thought he said Box. It's a trading card store, and we recently sort of had our, like our one year anniversary this week. Wow! And congrats. Yeah, like it was very fun. We had like so many players. It was packed to the brim. And this past Sunday was when we had our, like our big one-year event, and it was very, very successful. I think. Okay, Common Box Games guys loaded located at eighty nine thirty two one eighteen Ave. Check them out in Edmonton. Uh, okay, so it's a trading trading card yeah. shop. Okay, so like, how does that work? So like, imagine me, complete newbie into it. How does uh? Why do people go into like trading card shops and stuff like that? Because nostalgia kicks in when you're a kid, you watch Pokemon, you watch Yu-Gi-Oh, right. and you pick up these card games, yes. trade on the playground until it gets banned by your school. Yes, because people steal it or lose exactly. their shit, and the parents get mad because they spent lots of monies on these packs. And it's like a PG way to gamble your money and open packs and get that like <sighs> the gacha. People steal Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Sorry, 
Pardon? People steal Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? So, like, I the- heard a story recently of somebody that steals Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. I mean, okay, imagine. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know we have a lot of Japanese viewers. So imagine in Japan, you guys got the pachinkos and the claw games and all that shit. We have train cards. I mean. As then, one form of it. Yeah. That's like the, the ultimate gacha, right? Ultimate. Like, with Pokemon, like cards. There is pog, pog chips? Pogs? Pogs, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, Pogs were like another too. sort of form of like gacha or like booster pack that you could get yeah okay so do you think it's like have you seen a rise recently 100 percent, yeah like um i think when covid started yeah people couldn't go out right yeah and all of a sudden people have so much disposable income that like they can't use with anything yes yeah and they need to find an outlet for it and one of the biggest reasons why trading cards and stuff have sort of had like a meteoric meteoric rise during covid was because of logan paul the charizard thing had bought a Charizard yeah. and like open packs for it and stuff like that on stream and like on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And this sort of created like a wave in the community where people would like try and open vintage old school packs, but like these packs are like 10 K per pack or like to try and pull a Zard. CAD? Like, probably US. I don't know. 10 K like USD for a pack. Yeah. For a chance to, Oh, so that's just straight gambling. It's straight gambling, right? Oh. And, yeah. but like, it sort of trickles down to like the average joke obviously can't afford like a, like a 10K pack. So they get like a thousand dollar pack and then trickles down some more and they can't afford that. thousand dollar pack? Is that common for that much for a pack? Uh, I mean, like for like the older vintage packs, it's probably that much. Oh, jeez. So right? if I, if I bought like a box of packs way back when I just kept it in storage for like a bunch of years, like 20 years, and yeah. try to sell it now, I'd make a f- stupid amount of money. A fatty amount. Yeah, yeah. like a lot. Oh like, God. last week, we sold a box of Pokemon cards for $1,000. It's like uh, an older pack from like five years ago. So it's unopened box of... Unopened box. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do, so what's the chances that the person who bought it makes a return on that based on the value of the cards that they get? Um, Like zero. Oh, okay, okay. So they probably won't make back the amount they paid for they, it. They like a lot of the cards from the set that specific set yeah. aren't gonna like bring your money back. But like the idea behind it is like one of the things that like Logan Paul popularized is like grade getting your cards graded. Yeah. Which is sort of sending it into like a professional to like like um scrutinize it. Yeah. Look it over yeah. and sort of grade professionally grade it from like a one to a ten. And like a ten is like a gem mint ten, which is like it's certified in perfect condition. And you can sell those for like so much. Like Logan Paul's Charizard, that was like a gem mint ten was like what, like three like two million, three million? Yeah, something stupid. Yeah. Something like so dumb. And like that's like what people were trying to go for. Wait, so okay, here's a side question. How do you become like one of the person who grades these cards? Like what what's that? Probably like the same thing way as you get any other job. Like there's actually like a... <laughs> Like you just fucking apply? Probably, yeah. <laughs> like it's like a company and everything, right? It's like there's oh, like really? so many of these grading companies that like will Oh, I thought it was like the... an organization that was created. <laughs> like, like the fucking the Joe official League. United <laughs> States of America card grading society. Yeah, yeah. There's like three different like probably way more than three like actual grading services, but like the two renowned ones are PSA and like Beckett, which Getting like a, t- a like a perfect ten yeah. Beckett is like a holy grail. Uh, like, like literally, you have to like just print it and literally seal it at that point. 
sort of, yeah. Like, because uh, sometimes you have factory errors, and like, even if it's well, just printed, you're not gonna get a perfect thing. Wait, isn't okay? So for like coins, factory factory error actually values it higher. Yeah. If there is factory error, is that the same with cards or no? No. Oh. So okay, like, okay. when you print a card, oh. um, if it's not perfectly centered, yeah, it won't get like a ten. Oh, perfect. Whoa. So they measure like the fucking microns of like how centered it is. Pretty much, yeah. So like, oh I think there's four God. categories. It's edgeware. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Can, can you explain each one as you go through? Uh, so edgeware is basically if there's any whitening or like damage to the side of the card. If okay. it's like being like moved around too much or like touching dirt or like stuff like that, it'll like cause whiteness on the edge and like it's basically the paper peeling back. Oh. <gasps> okay. Right? Okay. Um, centering is exactly what it is. Is the picture perfectly centered on the card? Yeah. And that's obviously something you cannot control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. The next is surface. If there's like any imperfections on the surface, if like there's a dent or if there's like a pin mark or like something like that, yeah, that's something you can't control. And I think I don't remember the last one actually. Wait, uh, so for surface, oh. do they like go under a microscope to see if there's any dents or anything like that, or how? how is it just naked eye? We'll use like when we sort of send stuff in to like get graded, we'll look at it with a like a magnifying glass to make sure yeah. it's perfect. Oh, because sometimes like in our personal opinion, or, like our professional opinion, it's not worth sending something in for grading if it's not like a perfect 10 or like a nine at least yeah because you have to spend a lot of money to like How send much? a card in uh, what what's what what's the ballpark oh whoa. i was just thinking what do you have to do to make sure that when it's getting sent in it doesn't get damaged even further uh just protect it with like um like a plastic sleeve and like mailing it properly and Making sure it doesn't move and hopefully, like, the Wait, post office doesn't like bubble wrap it. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, just the plastic, like, a double plastic sleeve. Like, like how intense do you guys have to go? Yeah. Uh, like, when we send out orders and stuff, like, we, like, try and protect it as much as we can. But, like, okay. when you're sending in for grading, it's it's pretty bare bones. It's, like, kind of weird. Okay, wait. Uh, okay, first question. Yeah. How, how much does it usually cost to, like, get something graded? Um, Ball, just ballpark. You don't have to ballpark. Sense. It's a percentage of how much like the card sort of costs. Like at minimum, like a hundred dollars for like any card. Okay. So, like if a card is like, let's say a thousand dollars, you're probably paying three hundred to get it graded. Well, if it's worth a thousand, you have to pay three hundred just to get it graded. I think so. Yeah. And like Whoa. at that point, like, is your return on investment going to be worth the money if it's not like if it doesn't come back perfect, right? Motherfucker, if you oh, got hell. if you got that Jake Paul Charizard, you're hand delivering that to the graders. <laughs> I mean, like he probably has the money and the connections to do that sort of thing, right? True. But he sort of just got it. Oh my himself, right? god! He just paid for it. That's oh, that's crazy. pretty sick. So, is that realistic? So that three hundred dollars is almost like a thirty percent to grade it of the final value. I mean, if you're doing the Charizard and it comes back like a perfect ten, then you just probably like tripled your investment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, I, I understood. Like, for example, you bought a pack. Pack's only worth whatever, and then you actually did get a perfect ten. Obviously, you as a holder probably is going to make a lot of money from it, right? Like, it's going to worth a lot. But then you have to pay a third of that amount to the grader. Is that... It, yeah, like, it can be worth it. Like, okay. um, like with sports cards and stuff, like, we've... This might be, like, a little bit more, like, reasonable and, like, in your eyes or, like, a little bit more um, easy to understand. Like, a McDavid rookie card, raw, probably sells... Like, raw is, like, not graded. Like, no condom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. No protection. Okay. Um, Probably costs... Around a thousand dollars. Okay, and that was graded. But we sold like a like a perfect gem mint ten McDavid rookie card for like fifty three hundred. Oh, so that's like five times. Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. And like that, the interesting thing about sports cards, at least, is that like, um, the the the, the price of the card fluctuates with how well the player is doing. 
Oh, okay, okay. So that's like, which is why McDavid so is so like, expensive. If their stock's higher, that's. Dude, I wonder if people try to game the system. When the stock's higher, oh, they'll try to sell those crazy. cards more. I mean, it's literally like just stocks, right? Yeah. It's because it's, it's like another complete, form of gambling. Completely uncontro- un- uncontrollable, right? Because you don't control how those players play and shit. So it's completely just whatever. Like if you're you by chance get a rookie of someone who's like a fuck all, but then that year they do really well. That rookie card's probably worth a lot now. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of it is like, uh, like I will hold on to like rookie cards of like young guns or like yeah, young, yeah. old yeah, like yeah, yeah. players. Yeah, definitely not Neil Yakupov, right? No, like um, <laughs> who's like, he's not in the NHL yet, and I think he'll be a rookie in like two years. I don't know, man. I don't keep track of that shit. Yeah, it's yeah like we've like been holding on to a lot of those sort of cards. Right, like, because for you, like the risk to reward isn't that bad, right? Exactly. Like, like, right now, the card's not worth much. You just put it aside for however long. Okay, wait. Okay, so, so now let's let's take a couple more insight questions. Do you guys have to catalog everything you have? Because it must be a bitch to try to find it later. Everything right? is inventoried. Oh, and alphabetized. Is that difficult? Like, what kind of system? You guys? Like, definitely not the Dewey Decimal, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, everything's <laughs> alphabetized for the most part. Yeah. But like, uh, my my business partner and I have sort of stopped doing that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. After like last year, so like we opened up in September of twenty fifth of twenty twenty one. Oh. Tarl's, that's Tar's birthday, September twenty fifth. Well, not the year, but yeah. So technically, this Sunday, uh, I guess. Oh, that's Tar's. Oh, sh- September twenty yeah, fifth will be our <laughs> official one what year anniversary. Fuck? Yeah. But originally, it was just my business partner and I. Yeah. And then, come January is when we hired two employees to like sort of do all, a lot of that, um, me, like menial stuff. Right. Okay. So coming up September twenty fifth, but you already had your little anniversary event. Yeah, event. Yeah. yeah. What would you guys do at that event? I was we ran like a large, large tournament for like a lot of our players. Um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Tournament, Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Where entry was fifteen dollars, but your prizing that you were gonna get was oh. like way more than fifteen dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. First place got like a two hundred dollar uh, blue eye statue. Yeah. Which is like a giant dragon. Oh yeah. Um, uh, like a box of packs that's yeah. worth like you could probably sell for like four to six hundred dollars. Oh okay. You guys went hard. Yeah, because. We wouldn't be where we were without like the community, right? True. Like, you guys didn't game in them at all, hey? No. Fucking battle pass. So you didn't what? Okay, so there's a so there's a tournament coming up for Dota. Just just explain to Viv and, and everyone out there. So annually in Dota, there's a tournament. It's called TI, the International. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, Steam, the developers. I know act, Steam. They 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 put in some money for the tournament. They usually put in two two million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So they they themselves put in two million in the prize pool. And then they sell this thing online that says like, okay, for every dollar you spend, we'll take 50 cents of that and we'll give it to the prize pool. And we'll take 50 cents of that and we'll keep it, right? Every year since like forever, um, the prize pool has been like at least 20 million. And oh, the shit. last couple of years is at least 40 million. Yeah. Well, so crazy. could you imagine? Could you ma- so that, that's why I say getting Gaben. So Gaben owns Steam. And he oh. takes half of that, right? So if prize pool forty million, he got an easy oh, yeah. uh, he got an easy forty million in his pocket. Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't make that. Yeah, much. no, no. no. I if anything, we lost money on that event. Well, I, I think that's that's reasonable, right? It's kind of like you're building the relationship with the community when you do also that. Yeah. Stuff, right? yeah, exactly. So that's that's cool. Uh okay, so before I get into more nitty degree, let's talk a bit more about your just your store itself. So you guys do more than Yu-Gi-Oh in terms of trading cards. How about like tournaments and stuff? Is it we, just Yu-Gi-Oh or we try our best to run five uh games a night or like a week, sorry. Yeah. Um where we'll run a tournament for a different game. Um we'll do Yu-Gi-Oh two two nights a week on Fridays and Sundays. Okay. Pokemon on Saturdays, uh Digimon on Tuesdays and Saturdays, and 
another game called Flesh and Blood on Wednesdays. No, uh, is Magic still big? Or? Magic is probably the biggest in the city oh, okay, in terms okay. of card games, but yeah. like our knowledge and like our yeah. is just not enough of it, and we don't really sort of care for it. And there's so many stores for that do like Magic the Gathering in the city, which is another oh, kind of card game. So it's like there's no real like desire or like there's too much um supply of these tournaments yeah. where it's like it doesn't really we sort of stick to what sense. we know yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense right. you guys are like you want to it makes sense like let's be the best at a niche as we can exactly it's like like what we were saying before you gotta like have to differentiate yourself somehow from like yeah. the competition right? mm-hmm. wait so uh pokemon like actual tournaments are still a thing like i know people do the collecting trade cards but i think collecting is a lot bigger now especially with how like yeah. social media has like sort of aggrandized it but like actual tournament still a thing because I remember playing that and that was a fucking shitty game. Pretty boring. <laughs> like like compared to Yu Gi Oh when I was a kid, I was like, dude, Pokemon is a fucking garbage. I was like, I got to like, I have to pick up energy orbs just to use this. <laughs> yeah, my um, personal opinion, Pokemon is pretty like slow paced and boring. Uh, but like it actually, it's like pretty popular, especially in like the United States and like Canada and stuff. It like has big big prize pool tournaments. Oh wow, I did not know. Like, that. It's streamed on Twitch every year. Oh, cool. I didn't know, that. Uh, and, and I didn't know Digimon was the thing. Yeah, like, so for Digimon cards? I, I had Digimon cards when I was a kid, but I never knew how to fuck to play. I yeah. swear the yeah. rules were in so, Japanese when like I was. I would see them, but no one I knew played. It's like a new game yeah. that like came out at the oh. start of COVID. And yeah. like, I sort of jumped on it because like I'm a big fan of Digimon growing up. Mm. So I was like, okay, we can take a risk on one game. We know the other two play pretty well. Um, and it sort of just grew like we sort of like it's like like we sort of grassrooted the community and like propped it up and like we got like pretty good crowd nice cool do you uh do you feel like it's because all the kids who used to play these things now make money (laughs) like we're at the age yeah yeah. okay probably Mm, like like the the nostalgia right the nostalgia Nostalgia is like a big thing of it like having disposable income yeah now to like because cards are expensive yeah like if you look at the website right now like and the Pokemon singles look how expensive that Umbreon is. We're really on, on the front page. Pokemon singles. Uh, Umbreon is Jesus. It's a uh, five hundred. This is Umbreon, right? Five hundred seventy dollars. Guys, guys. Hardware's expensive. If you're listening, buy it. Just do it. What's your guys's um, policy or like idea behind how you price the cards? Um, so all of this is using um, the backend system of another website. Like it pulls all the data and like uh, applies it to, to all of our pricing. Okay. And do you guys mark up the cards at all so that it, no. you at least know? Uh, I, I guess in the sense that like we'll convert it to Canadian because the website that like pulls all yeah. the back inf- end information from is U- USD. So, but no, we don't mark it up. Wait, so. So what's the benefit to you for selling these cards if you don't mark it up at all? Uh, well, like we'll. We don't mark it up from like the market price, but like we get the cards in at like a significant rate or like. Mm. Oh, I see. Like a reduced rate. Oh, they're fucking Costco, okay. bro. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like our our policy at the store, if you're coming in to like sell cards, which a lot of people do, yeah, like we'll buy cards, like because we sort of have like the capital to do so. Yeah. Um, if people come in for cash, we'll like offer them fifty percent of the value of the card. Yeah. Um, if they're coming in for store credit, we'll offer them sixty percent of the value on the card. Oh, okay. Right? And like yeah. they don't need to, right? But like. Yeah. I mean, so back when I was a kid, I always thought like, oh man, 50%, these guys are fucking scammers. But recently, like, okay, not recently, like, I think a year or two ago, I like sold my Xbox 360, a bunch of games, a bunch like of game, controllers. At GameStop? Yeah, and I got so much store credit. And then in my mind, I was like, to me, it's literally worth nothing anymore. Like, I exactly. don't use anymore. I, there's no point. Like, even getting 50% of the value that they sell it for is mm-hmm. still something compared to me, like, getting nothing for it, right? Yeah. It's just sitting there otherwise. Yeah, right? and then the so. other 
problem I have is like if you try to sell it yourself on like Kijiji, it's so fucking annoying because like people bail on you. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna meet mm-hmm. you at this time, and they don't show up, and you just waste so much time. Exactly. So I'm just like, man, fuck it, I'll take the fifty percent. A I'll lot just of people will like sort of just come in with that exact mentality, and yeah. like it's just so much easier because we're like a phys- physical brick and mortar. Like we're trusted. Yeah. Right. We they know they're gonna or what they're getting. Or I mean, it's cash in hand, right? Exactly. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah that's right. I mean, I like I wish there was. Okay, you know how in games. Like, uh, what's the one fucking Fallout in Fallout, right? You or in most games, you collect things and you just sell shit. You just click the sell button. So fucking easy, man. Anytime I have shit I don't want and try to sell it, it's so fucking hard. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I'm just gonna donate this at this point. I'm so lazy. I don't want to do this. No, we're uh, we're literally games. just trying to NPC everything. Yeah. Of- uh, I mean, it makes life easier, dude. It makes life so much easier. <laughs> Instead of going to the marketplace, oh, you remember dude. like in MapleStory, you'd have to like sit there and like the mar- marketplace for hours and like <sighs> selling this, 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 this. It's so. I mean, it happened all the time, right? In RuneScape and shit, but even in real life, like trying to sell, like when I tried to sell this pool table that we're sitting on right now i had like it was literally four weeks of people like honey dicking me all the time but oh yeah i'll come out i'll take it i'll take a look at it yeah i i think i'm pretty into it i'll just come and take a look and i'll buy it and then they just won't show up and shit and there's so many times where i just have to wait at home for them because they said that they're gonna be here right and then now i'm just like fuck this shit man i wish there was a sell button in real life just stringing you along to like get like the best deal on it it's yeah yeah it sucks but i mean i i like i used to not see the value in that but now i'm like oh it's kind of nice like just going somewhere and just like take these things and give me yeah something. take it off my hand yeah I like even if it's older, half value like yeah. we, we value that convenience we value that like time saved it, way, oh yeah way more sure. than like like i think another thing is like uh i think when you declutter your mind actually feels better yeah. like there's an actual like some type of hormonal hit oh where you God, have yeah. like a decluttered space like you feel significantly better mm-hmm. and I, I actually don't think it's subjective i think it's like an objective thing that happens i agree cleaning feels so nice yeah, yeah and like at the end product and like then threw out like a bunch of old clothes and stuff oh yeah and like purged everything yeah yeah and you reach a point where you're like i don't give a shit anymore and then you collect more garbage bags and it feels so nice oh dude my favorite is like every like three or four months i just donate clothes like mm-hmm. whatever i don't use anymore oh, yeah and like like as an Asian, I always had the mentality like, oh, you know, I might use it one day, so I kind of want to keep it. But sometimes I go like, nah, nah, I'm good, I'm good. And I just like toss a bunch of shit in it and it just feels so good after. I it's agree. Because like, like the, the other mindset that's kind of grown on me too is like, I can't literally use this anymore, but someone else could potentially use this. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather give them the potential than me like never using it. I also think for clothes that like my rule is if I haven't touched this in a year, then I'm not keeping it. Mm. Even if you lack the occasion to, it's very good mentality. Very like, good, very good. I if you don't do that, you're gonna start hoarding and like hoarding, yeah, like yeah. builds up and it gets unruly and very difficult. Yeah, I mean it's something about I actually don't know. Like I know cleaning makes you feel good, but something about throwing stuff away that you don't need just feels good too. Like oh, this is out of my mind. I don't or out of my life. I don't have to like look or think about this ever again. Okay. I, I mean, hey guys, nice. guys, if you guys have any cards, any trading cards uh, you guys are looking for, go to uh, Common Box Games on um, 89th Street and 118th, and uh, they'll hook you up with some good deals there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we, <laughs> we should have our one year anniversary sale coming up soon, actually. So. Oh, so uh, like you like uh, like you have like special sales for your cards too and stuff. Yeah. yeah How does that? Okay, so uh, without specific numbers, like you obviously get some type of markup, but. Th- the sales do they affect you guys too much or it's not too bad or how does that work depending on what it is yeah we like try our best to sort of like like are you guys worried about holding too much in- inventory always 
So like Liquidity you guys don't have enough space. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like you guys are actually worried about like the amount of space you have. Like that's what most like grocery stores have issues mm-hmm. with, right? Like they got to make sure the stuff they put on shelf actually leaves the shelf. But that's mm-hmm. the beauty, right? That's like true. as opposed to like a grocery store, like a restaurant or stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's not gonna like go bad or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it would devalue depending on depending like on like like you said those. Well, that's when you purge. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. That's okay. when you have your sales. Exactly. Do you work with any charities to give away cards you guys don't fucking want? Um, I wouldn't say charities, but like when we first opened a lot of, there was a lot of like sort of initiative to like improve the 118th Avenue and like the business association and like the, their social media stuff. Like yeah. we're running like promotions for the AV, like especially oh, during Christmas. Oh yes, yes. And like, we'll, we'll like put towards that like as much as we can, just cause like it's, it's 118th area. That's where we are. We're, we're going to be there for the, at least the next five years. And we want to support uh, the community as well. I mean, oh, I've seen nice. some pretty cool restaurants that open up there. It's just like, it's just had a rough history. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, where's one eighteenth half? It's the it's the Hooker Street. <laughs> where's it? Was that? it's okay? You know where? Um, you know where? Um, you know where KDs are? There's that little Coliseum. bridge, Coliseum, yeah. where, where KDs is. There's a little that bridge entire... on underpass that goes east west. Um, it's on the north side. Do you know where, uh, like the temple is, like the Buddhist temple, like no, on, no. on 97th Street? She's not, she's not religious. Wait, um, which one is that? What does it look like inside? Oh, it's, it's Jojo Clam. What does it look like? Truck Lam. You know Truck Lam? I don't remember the names of any of the temples that I go to. Okay. Um, you know the giant baseball bat that swings? Yeah. yeah. The I don't giant know that baseball is. bat. No. Okay. okay no. You know Kingsway? Yeah. And Kingsway like goes to yeah. 97th Street. Do you know where that 97th Street is? Where they connect to 97th Street or no? Do you know where Nate is? <laughs> yes. Okay. So along that road in front, uh, on the north side of Nate is that road, but you just have to keep going, going east. Down, yeah. yeah. Towards uh, K Days. Yeah. From, oh, from, like, really? Yes. Yeah. From, yeah. from Kingsway to K Days is 118. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. like one long ass road, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really straight. Yeah. Yes, and there's actually two sections of 118. So like that section of 118 where Gordon's at is like, um, used to be kind of shitty, but I th- like there's been a lot of new good restaurants there in, in in my opinion. And then if you go further east, there's another section of 118, and that section's also like they both had bad reps back then. Mm-hmm. Like both of sides of 118 was really bad back then. Really? Not bad What's anymore, back? No, then? no, no. It's it's good now. Like um, the Green Onion Cake Man's there on 118. Oh, the yeah, they're oh, good. The they're love, actually good. Love me some Glock. Uh, here, let me let me show you Viv right here. Green <laughs> onion cake. You, dude, I swear, like it's what not. Is it, this is the one one of the f- Asian foods that does not differentiate race. Like everyone loves it. Green onion cake, man. Like the shit he has is delicious. Oh wait, um, I heard of this. Yeah, they have a store. Uh, they sell. They can sell you the green onion cake cooked, or they can sell you frozen, so you can cook it yourself. And it's cheaper if they sell it to you frozen. Oh. Yeah, so you you can buy these frozen green onion cakes in bulk and just bring it home and just cook it whenever you want, and it's it's legit. In my opinion, as a Chinese person, they well, the they, they make good shit. Legit. Yeah. Should have said Japanese bistro. What? Hey, sh- hey, I don't think that's that the key sense. part of one eighteen. But anyways, um, okay, it's cool. So you've been doing some initiatives out on one eighteen. That's 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 pretty cool. Try our best, you know, like I. <laughs> Is what it is. It's tough at night sometimes, right? It's, it's oh, Mac. But it looks nice now. It does. And like night. Christmas time, they also decorate the shit out of it. All the trees have like, <clears throat> um, like fairy lights on them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it looks. But they've really tried on that tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just had a really bad reputation before. To be honest, it's not really. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's like very close to downtown too, right? Oh, so it's like, like the rainbow lanterns, right? Maybe. On the light poles, or the trees. Perhaps I don't really. Is know. that white of? No. 
Okay. It's by Japanese bistro. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Another <laughs> quick question for the store itself. So, like, um, what percentage do you make from like tournaments, and what percentage from card sales usually? Do you guys make money from tournaments or not really? Oh, okay, okay. Tournaments is just like for we, the community. We go pretty thing. even on tournaments. Oh, okay, like, okay. Kind of an L to be honest. Oh, uh, <laughs> but like, I I consider a lot of that like um marketing budget. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Right, it makes so, sense. but um, I think realistically on like singles, like if if we're like bringing it in at fifty to sixty percent, it's like that's the margin, right? Oh, okay. Right. So um, you started a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you first started. Must have been tough because you didn't have like paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I'm still not getting paid. Oh, like at all? Or how does that work? I, I like, so like a lot of the, anything like that I would get paid, we would sort of put back into the company right now. Oh. It's our first year, right? So like, um, like our, my projections for the first year were that we were supposed to like uh, not be profitable in the first year. Yeah. Okay. That's generally Interesting. normal for like a small business. Yeah. Right. Um, but we've, we've been doing pretty good for our first year and Enough that we could hire two employees to like sort of cover some that, of that. That was my follow up question because like at first you were probably not getting paid, and then what made you think of like, oh, okay, we're at a point where we can hire people and stuff like that, and probably burnout. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, burnout like, more so. like I work seven days a week pretty much, and yeah. and I think in the first three months of business, like my business partner and I were getting fairly burned out. Yeah, just like doing everything, like organizing, like uh, running events and planning yeah. events and. Yeah. Um, buying and selling and stuff like that right but having the two employees uh like after like the first three months like into going into the new year yeah like really alleviated a lot of that load for us so that we don't have to do a lot of like well so you can have a life yeah right like i can i can like i i won't feel guilty leaving the store in the evening to do something like this yeah you know so you can like have time to spend the money you're not making right exactly exactly (laughs) Yeah, you know, I got to dip into the savings every once in a while to like have some fun. Wait, so how, how's the split? Is it like kind of like even with you and your business partner? Like yeah. right, right down the middle? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, that's good. Okay, so um, let's talk about some scary stuff. So like people... Pro- okay, so in my life, and I think in most people's life, whenever you think of like a big change like that, it's probably terrifying. Like even me just thinking about moving somewhere not Edmonton is like a little bit scary for me, right? Yeah. Uh, how was it like for you? So like what were you doing right before this? And then like how did you feel right before you like got into this? Because I feel like this is, correct me if I'm wrong, a bit more of like a passion thing you want. Like you're really into it. Like I've known you for a long time and like it feels like you really like that type of stuff. So that's why I think it's more of a passion thing, right? I think that's like a correct assessment. Um, I, think, I guess so I guess before the store um, and like before COVID was uh, me just like doing an IT job. Okay. Like for two years. Yeah. Or take. Yeah. Right. And then COVID happened and everyone was sent to work from home. And a lot of that working from home was like me not getting paid enough to do a job that I thought I was doing better than other people. Right. Right. So like my peers were getting paid more than me, but I didn't think I was getting paid about that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And I would be sitting at home, sitting on discord with the boys. Like, yeah. My, like I would be assigned a project that would be uh, allocated four hours to like work on. I would finish it in one, yeah, mm-hmm. and then just chill in Discord playing games for the rest of the for the, for the rest of the morning. Right? It sounds like school. Like you know, you get assigned a computer class assignment. You do it in fifteen minutes, and the rest of the class you just play mini clip games. That's like how my social studies classes went in <laughs> high school. Like I did one week of work, and then I was off for the rest of the year. Uh, I think that 
really sort of attributed to like not wanting to do it anymore like sort of the burnout of like you know like quiet quitting Mm -mm. you know that's like the the zoomer talk right now um but us all sitting in discord during covid right we we would like talk about it or like joke about it like we i've been playing card games for like 11 years now yeah and we've always sort of joked about like opening a store right all week like we would do it way better than everyone else blah 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 blah, that sort of thing like the cockiness yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. like this is how i would do it and this is what we i would know better make. than others oh yeah always always you think you're better and then it's it's like me and 3d printing i'm like exactly. oh, i can design this thing better than these guys online i do it, i print i'm like this is garbage guys <laughs> this <Yeah>. is fucking <laughs> sucks <laughs> but we would sort of just look at venues or like look at spaces and like one thing sort of led to another and like all of us were like hating our hope work from home jobs like i wasn't hating it i enjoyed it yeah but like i was getting burned out from it so we were like, oh, this is an opportunity. This is like a space that we can use. Maybe let's go check it out. Sick. You know? So it was kind of like, it's kind of like almost like you're imagining a vacation. You know, how you like, you go on Airbnb and you look for like random places. Like, oh, Bali? Oh, how much is it in Bali? Ooh. You're like, ooh, let's France? Like, oh, let's go to that's France. That's not that bad. Let me just check my calendar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then instead you did that for stores and you're like, oh, there's an opening lease for this space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one, I guess one thing led to another. All of a sudden you're there. Yeah, we looked at the spaces and we thought this like this is kind of affordable. Like we can sort of like rent and stuff during COVID was significantly cheaper for the most part. Oh, that is true. Yeah, okay. Right? So like, we sort of jumped on that opportunity, and then like my business partner and I were like, <coughs> "Oh, like, we have some time. Like maybe we should start planning something," you know. And I started up a business plan, and we sort of reached out to a lot of our contacts that like we've sort of known over the years, like. Um, a store in Calgary called Shoebox Cafe and Games. They had been open for like a couple years now, right. and we foc- like we base a lot of our sort of numbers, a lot of our sort of like business acumen and like our ideas off of it. Yeah, and like they really helped us like sort of get off the ground. Do you know them? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I know the owner, and I like know one of like the empl- like the employees who like basically owns it there, right? And like. We reached out and like made a trip down to Calgary and like met with like some distributors as well. Like distributors, yeah, like, that's so nice. Whoa, what's uh, what's distributors like in for cards and stuff? Like, um, so distributors will work directly with like the gaming companies. Oh, um, so plus. they'll go to like Namco, is it? Konami. Yeah. Konami. Okay, yeah, they'll they'll go to them directly and be like, "Okay, you sell me all your cards," and then they go to Canada and be like, "Okay, I'm selling you guys all these cards." Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. We also work with like Konami directly as well with some like other events and like. Some other stuff too. Oh really? They, are they uh pretty like open with you guys? Like they're like, oh yeah, you can put our name on this or something yeah. like that. Oh, okay. They like support the tournament scene very very well. Oh, for the cool. most part. That's nice. No That's cash prizing, nice. but I mean, it's like enough for like a small business to like sort of get their name out there and like. Yeah. It provides a lot of support for the store. Do they? Do you think they'll ever give you like, oh, here's a thing you can give away for free at your tournament? Always. Or something like that? Oh, they always oh, give you guys cool. something. Oh, that's so nice of them. Wow. It's That's like nice. One of the like like a lot of. <laughs> Um, our prizing will be from them. Oh yeah, um, that's like, nice. They gave yeah. us like four medals to like sort of give away to yeah. that we could use with for whatever we wanted, which yeah. we use for our anniversary event. They gave us yeah, like sort of deck boxes and stuff. They probably Konami the fuck out of it, right? Like Konami lettering everywhere. No, it just says Yu Gi Oh. Oh okay, it's cool oh, metal really? though. Oh cool, that's really cool. That's cool. Okay, that, that's nice that you have. Uh, I mean, I feel like people think of. I guess it's with every every business. It looks simple at first, but all of a sudden there's all these different things you have to tap into, right? Yeah, when you get into nit- the nitty gritty of everything, it's probably a lot more than you expected. It, it was, right? I was definitely out of my comfort zone, like sort of planning it and everything, like because I don't have a business background, I have mm-hmm. a tech background, so like 
learning all that stuff, I had like reached out to a lot of my friends in the city who like have their own business to like get some advice or like uh, who are like a lot smarter than me financially or like who are in finance who are like managers of themselves for like different businesses and like right. Like, I, I'm not naive enough to know like I think I could do like everything, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. put all your money on block and you can double it. I mean, that's what I do every time I go to Vegas. <laughs> First Wait, thing I do. Can you uh, can you give us like a general like timeline just so people know like, hey, if I open a store, this is what Gordon went through. Like, like so obviously from idea to yeah, actually yeah, opening. Yeah. Okay, or maybe maybe it's easier from the first time you guys looked at the place. Uh, it actually wasn't that long. Oh really? Okay. Can you? So we opened last year in 2021. Yes. We started being stupid at in March. <laughs> Okay, so from March, you guys started having the idea, and yeah. in September, you guys actually... So in six months, that's actually really yeah. impressive, yeah. I think. I think, I don't know. I have no idea what's typical. I think that's very short of a timeline. But I also feel like, um, do you guys feel like there's a bit less capital for you guys required for this type of business? Uh, yes or, and no. You okay. need, I feel like you would need a lot of startup capital because you want inventory. Okay. And that was like sort of our biggest scare. Like We would like try and work with like some of the... Um, what we call backpack vendors yeah. in Edmonton who like will their, their side hustle is literally just like selling cards out of yeah. their backpack. Okay. Like try and get more inventory. Like we would yeah. like You just like buy them out. Like, no, like, oh. you want to work with us this sort of thing and like Oh. And so you you give them a cut of whatever you sell. Exactly. Oh, I see, I see. Well, we would get a cut. Or, yeah, sorry, yeah. You guys that was our it. plan. Yeah. But we didn't realize how much we actually had. Like our, our personal collections had been so large after like 10 years of like collecting and like playing Oh, it was pretty sufficient, and in terms of like capital and stuff, like I had a lot saved up just from like my years yeah. working. And, like, yeah, so did my friend. And yeah, well, you you played the long con game. You you played this wow, game casually, cool. and all of a sudden it turned out to be a thing you could use as capital for your store. Yeah, I was you just kind of fucking long. Con well, okay, so what my thought process was, for example, if you get a restaurant, you need like all the equipment and all that stuff. You yeah. guys didn't really need that, or you guys just need some cabinets, tables, exactly. things like that. Okay, that was like a fun part, researching like different kinds of tables and like uh, <laughs> chairs and stuff. It was just like the funniest thing because like, why don't you just go buy chairs? But like, we we're like, our chairs need to be sturdy enough to hold like people that are like two hundred pounds. Mm. Or like our tables need to be sturdy enough so that they won't break. Or like you can't just get Someone the Costco table photo. flips your table and needs mm. to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bolt those tables down. <laughs> exactly. So stuff like that was like very fun to sort of like research and like dive deep into. Like when I I'm like a person who like will get pretty sweaty about things and like start researching a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Dude, me too, man. Like, what chair did you guys decide on? We went with um a chair that is all plastic and it's like okay. a little bit lower but it's weighted for like 40 400 pounds whoa perfect and we, we could buy like a lot of them in bulk so that like everything looks uniform mm, can okay. you can you bring that mic just a little bit closer oh, no no you don't have to move closer you can just move the mic a little bit closer this is fine uh okay cool so you had to get all that stuff like, did you have to renovate the area or not really a little bit yeah like paint the walls stuff like that or mm -hmm. Okay. Well, a lot of that was sort of in our agreement oh. uh, with the, our landlord. Oh, so like for you to, is that normal? Like for you to lease it, they'll actually do this stuff for you? Oh, uh, yes and no. Oh. I, I, I think I, they at least want to make it look nicer or like clean it up a bit. Fucking rat shit on the floor. We had a fairly good relationship with our landlord, so. Nice. Is it, is, is he, um, does he own a lot of 118, whoever your landlord no, is? No, or no. just that one store, I that one just, building? Just the one. Oh, okay. I yeah. 
how about like feeling wise like like okay March you were doing stupid shit then you started looking at it like when when did you have to like decide that you're gonna quit <laughs> like and how did that feel oh, yeah. I didn't quit my job until like a month or two before we actually opened oh so, like I told like my manager at my yeah. IT company that yeah this is this is what's going on yeah um oh so so nice of you wow yeah oh yeah how I, far like, in advance did you tell them in like okay pretty pretty soon after like it started becoming real yeah right and they like they're fairly supportive of it right yeah yeah yeah. and yeah i don't know like i but like how are you feeling man i I feel so like anxious and scared like the i don't know it was something that like i had sort of decided that like okay i want to do this before i turn 30 um Um, before i like buy a house before like i have like a lot of these sort of like, like personal yeah, yeah yeah right yeah like, like you want to live your life before you had to live that other I, I, I was in sort of the perfect opportunity to be able to do it and i yeah. also had like a lot of support for it with like i mean it's just the boys at discord i think right well, yeah right <laughs> so and like I, I felt like i had like a good backup plan like i could fall back on my I, my it oh, okay. job very easily like my direct manager was like if you want to come back you can you can uh it's, it's almost like when you go back oh, it's nice. like you thought of what's the worst possible thing that could have happened and when that's not that scary then every other possibility is just okay. yeah you like know? when you have that backup plan that's it's exactly a lot easier like, yeah yeah so i i wasn't feeling too bad about it it was a little nerve-wracking like not having in, like thinking to myself not ha- can i do it without income for a year but like <laughs> you still you still live at home like me right yeah, yeah oh that's great dude i fucking love it too <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love, I love it. I, I like. I basically live at the store now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I think from my past experience, you have a good relationship with your family, and I have a relatively good relationship with my family too. So it's like it's very easy to live at home too, and just yeah, and it I, makes I, I life do want easier. To out, though, it's like uh, just like having that experience. You know? Are you gonna move to upstairs of your store? No, that's that's <laughs> dangerous, man. That's like how I get. <laughs> You're stuck there Wait, forever now. Why is that now. dangerous? <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a low income, um, like affordable housing upstairs, like a right right above our store. Oh, I see. And like there's like usually people get stabbed or some stuff like that. Oh, really? You'll will a lot of the time we'll have like ambulances or like um, distress calls uh-huh. going upstairs, so, like just right in front of our store, like in the morning. Well, it's so interesting hearing the two sides of um, low income housing because I have a friend that works in low income housing, but as the person that kind of decides whether someone is qualified yeah qualified for low-income housing and he like deals with their files and everything and the way he talks about it he's like we give people a chance and then it's really nice to see us work with families and help them on their way to a more stable lifestyle and all that stuff but then you're like man we get the stress calls every day oh my god people get stabbed like for example i live across from low-income housing and there's cops here all the time but it's just I don't know. Like it's it, kind of sad. It, it's tough, right? Like they're just going through some shit that it's kind of hard to explain if you've never been through it. Mm-hmm. You never experienced it, yeah. right? It's more of a psychological issue rather than a right, like a material or physical issue. So. I'm pretty oh, used to it because sure. I used to live in that area. So yeah, I mean, most of so I used to hang with Gordon quite a bit back in the day. So we all lived in the north side and stuff, and we kind of know the areas he's talking about. So yeah, I, mean, I lived on like the 97th and 18th. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I'm a big fan of Bob's Burger, and I would love to live above my business one day. Because I watch <laughs> so much Bob's Burger. 
but that's probably the only reason. Well, one of our mutual friends, um, he really wanted to rent an apartment right above Coco's on Gasper. <laughs> <laughs> Because he loved going there. Because it was also right right on top of Sujiri. And he loved it. Him and his oh. girlfriend loved Sujiri. He's like, this is affordable. You know, we've looked into it. We might be able to do it. <laughs> Wait, would you... Okay, would you ever do the How Bob's Burger thing? they didn't end up doing it? They bought their own house. Oh, I see. Would you, would you ever do the Bob's Burger thing? Would you ever, like, switch location and own the... Like, live in the location right above your store? Probably not. I think. Just because you don't want to be there, like, 24 hours a day, hey? Yeah, I would also like want to aspire for like a nicer living situation because like so within like if you're like right above the store. Well, like let's say you move to a different location yeah, where it's yeah, a bit like, nicer area. Would I you mean, consider it's, it? It's a little harder to like develop that sort of thing though, mm. right? Like having a store that's like let's say like three thousand square feet. Yeah. Right, because we'll we'll need like a, we'll probably need an elite an even larger space once we sort of like expand. Yeah. Yeah. And like having a house on top of it. Like you'd have to probably build that yourself. Yeah, that's true. Directly, like a, I mean, yeah, I guess the so. space of a house. I guess here, I guess in the East Coast they have that more. In the East Unless, Coast, there's, there's a lot more like stores on the bottom and the mm-hmm. house in the top. There is White Ave. They that's do have that at White expensive, Ave. Yo, I yeah. like. I went around a couple of places at White Ave and like, like a dingy basement that's unfinished costs like almost double what I'm paying for now. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, like round two. Probably expensive as hell. Oh shit! Like, I think our I think our our store is like probably like almost the size of round two, oh. probably a little bit smaller. Um, at least in terms of play space, we also have like a, an office that like isn't really. Is round two that basement place you guys brought me once? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't say it like I'm that. just wondering where it was. I was like, wait, <laughs> where what you is... took me? Just took them to a base. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Wait. So I assume you guys picked the spot because of the location. Like it's um. Like, well, it's rent. It's like very central. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. We sort of it's like has a bus stop right in front of it. Yeah, it has a bus stop right across from it. Yeah. It's close to Nate. Yeah, um, close to an LRT station. Yeah, no, that like makes a sense. lot of these factors were like we like considered. Um, yeah, because if you go too far north, too far south, you're not serving a community you want to serve. Exactly, right, kind of thing. So right, like I didn't know I had to think about these things, but like actually, like Un- until you got into it, hey, started doing it. Like is when I started thinking about it. It's like it's kind of fun. I mean. It's kind of cool because it's almost like sometimes I have project ideas and all of a sudden I'm like balls deep into it. Like all of a yeah. sudden, right? Uh, I just never get it as far as you kind of got with actually like opening a store and stuff. Mm. Most of the time, like 95% of the time is just theory crafting. And then the rest is like, oh, I actually did something, right? That's that's pretty cool. In my- For example, this podcast, like a lot of this podcast in the beginning was just theory crafting and then we yeah. actually did it and we're coming up to a year soon too. So that's it's, it's like, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Very so, fun though. Like a lot of it does feel like project management sort of thing, right? Yeah, that's cool. Right, okay. planning. So we have a lot of aspiring Japanese viewers, um, and they want to come to Canada one day and open a store. What does your day to day look like? My day to day? Yeah. Um So Gordon, you know, your nice comfy bed at home and then you wake up at five thirty now. Oh geez, you're crazy. How the fuck does that work? I've only been waking up five thirty these past two weeks because my friend started getting me to go to the gym. Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, let's just let's just pretend this is gonna be a thing forever, okay? So it's supposed wake, to be a thing forever. All right, you wake up five thirty. He's very he's my motivation. So you wake up five thirty, go to the gym. What are you? Damn, you're uh, like Viv. Yeah. That's what I Viv like does. rather do things in the morning because I feel like I'm more productive, and I feel too tired at night to do things. <laughs> well, I only work out in the mornings because I have volleyball at night. I rather fucking sleep. <laughs> 
like i'm a eight to nine hour minimum guy but anyways okay you wake up 5 30 you go to the gym and then and then i'll, I'll go home shower yep and then usually i'll like before i'll wake up at like eight every day that oh, was like my okay. old, old okay. sort of thing and then okay. i'll check emails um i'll reply to any of our distributors that sort of thing is that does that happen like on a daily or a weekly thing or uh, daily weekly sometimes it really depends um some like once a week i'll have like a call with one of my distributors and just talk about like oh. different pre-orders and stuff and like do you see their face no no, no, no. Uh, just on the, over the phone i mean that'd be kind of cool I don't yeah, know. yeah uh emails and stuff check check like any orders on the website um, yeah and then go shower make breakfast what's uh what's a car shop owner breakfast two eggs <laughs> and a carb Oh, okay, nice. All or right. instant noodles. All right, you're hearing that? Our Japanese viewers, that's what you get when you're in Canada, okay? What did you eat today? Today? Yeah. Oh, seafood soup that my grandma made. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Bong something. Bong something. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Or like, I think last week I had bomo wear four times. Because you oh, just have leftovers sick. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is until it's not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not until it is. Okay, and then you head to the store, I assume, after? At around 11. Oh, so your, your store... Okay, yeah, your store opens at... Noon on weekdays. Okay, weekdays, you guys are... Monday to Thursday, you're open noon to 8. Friday, you're open from 11 to 9. Saturday, you're open 11 to 8. And Sunday, you're open at 11 to 6. Nice. Yeah, so uh, I head to the store at around 11 o'clock. You guys close at holidays or anything like that? I try to, if it's a Monday. If it's a Friday, no. Mm. Fridays are, like, one of our busiest nights. Oh, okay. So I just take the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I work that. I mean, yeah. That, that's still that. fine truth and reconciliation is going to be on a friday which sucks i mean more so people <laughs> you guys can just take a minute i mean a I minute of like, silence i'm planning on taking the monday off for, for truth and reconciliation oh uh, as okay. if, like sort of a day in lieu okay so like we'll we'll always like be closed on like the mondays because yeah. those are our slowest days oh, okay makes sense and then when i get to the store turn on the lights um open the doors uh, we, I usually get it before we open, so I don't like turn on the light, like the the, the open turn turn on the uh, open sign. Yeah, and then we'll like fill out orders that are like on the website. Like, oh, it's like, not. Wait, is it supposed to be non-automatic? Is it? Can you automatically? Do well, that? We have to pull cards and stuff, right? Like pull orders. Oh, what does that mean? Sorry. So like, um, everything on the website is what we have in our inventory that's live. Okay. So and all of our cards and like inventory is, uh, stored away alphabetically. Okay. So what I'll do every morning is go in, print off all of our pull like pull sheets, oh, okay. and like go find every single card to like pull and like ship out and like. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Right? Okay. So, like, oh, they're looking for a blue eyes white dragon, a dark magician, and like a dark magician. I'll, I'll go pull that. Yeah. Um, sleeve it up, top load it, uh, put it in a like in the mailer. Yeah. And then like put stamps and stuff on it. Do you guys have your own sleeves or just basic? Plastic ones. We use basic clear ones because it's okay. sort of like the no, no, that's that's free standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's also just like the most cost effective. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, you should get Konami to send you some sleeves. How many orders do you usually get a day? Quite a few now. We've been pushing our website a lot more just because it's like a lot more. Wait, what uh, website is this? Is it uh, commonboxgames.com? Yes, that's the one, guys. <laughs> that's the one. Everything, that's everything the is commonboxgames. Let's go, guys. Oh, yeah. even all, all your socials? Yeah. Instagram's co- at Common Box Games. Everything's at Common That's Box Games. I like, I'm very like tech minded. So, like, right. before we, like, the instant we had this idea, yeah. I like claimed all of our online presence. Yeah. Like, I got Good. our domain names. I got our. How about OnlyFans? I got our OnlyFans. Nice. I, nice. Can you actually reserve names like that? Yeah. I can I can reserve my full name on OnlyFans? You can just you ma- make like, the make account. account. Yeah. 
Oh, would you subscribe? Then no one can have the same account name, so you got exactly. it. Exactly. Well, I made accounts on Facebook. I made accounts on Twitter. Instagram, I made accounts on Twitter, Twitch, everything. Oh, Twitch too? Oh, that's yeah. sick. That's sick. So, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, day-to-day. Yeah. So, after, like, we fill orders, um, we'll open the store and I'll make a cup of coffee. Fair enough. A second one. Damn. I need coffee. Wait, uh, Viv's also a coffee connoisseur. Can you guys do a little bit of coffee talk? Because I feel bad because I never talk about coffee you with don't her. Drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I know, like, what the fuck, right? No, you guys, you guys do yeah. a okay. You guys have a two minute time limit right now. Do some coffee <laughs> talk right now. Hey, what coffee do uh, you drink? My day to day, I drink black coffee. Oh shit, what kind? Just Keurig, whatever I can get at Costco. Oh damn, but not like, a connoisseur. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur. I don't have like a coffee bar or anything. Oh, like, I, I love, I love Starbucks. It's like if if I I want to treat myself. What's your order? Uh, during the summer, it is an iced white mocha with uh, lactate milk or like oat milk or almond milk. Uh, um, sorry, you meant to say oat water and up. almond water. But <laughs> keep going. You know, like the oat nut water. Yes. Uh, in the winter, I like getting peppermint mochas. It's like my favorite Starbucks drink because I like the taste of peppermint. You gotta look at Viv when you say these things because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking. So about. disgusted with me right now, viewers. Like, <laughs> if you want better coffee, <laughs> you got other options. Wait, babe. Okay, okay. If you had to um, give Gordon a lesson on coffee, what would you recommend him yeah. try? I would say if you want to make it at home, go to Ace Coffee Roasters. If you want to go in store to some place, you could go to Lockstock um, Coffee Bureau, or my personal favorite would be Transcend. Transcend Coffee. Yeah. Do these cost more than a McMuffin for a coffee? How much is a McMuffin? Two something, three bucks, I think. It depends on which coffee you get, I guess, but generally, yes. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Transcend, that's like Jasper, right? Um, there's one in Jasper and one in Ritchie Market. What's the one on Arga? I remember there was one near my. It's so far, place. and it's like so much less convenient. Bip. Do you have um Crudo Crudo Cafe? I like Crudo actually. They're pretty good too. We we met with like Credo? some of our like Credo? some uh, yeah. some people and like at Crudo, so uh-huh. I've tried the coffee there. It's pretty good. Wait, yeah. Viv, you're not a fan of Tim Hortons? I hear from a lot I of people it's pretty good. Oh, I actually got Tim Hortons coffee today. You know, Tim there. Hortons is sludge water. I asked for a cold brew of vanilla sweet. Cream foam and a shot of espresso. And it was all right. You guys ever go to this place? Candid Coffee Roasters? Candid Coffee Roasters. You ever go there? Oh, the only reason I know is I drive no. by it all the time. No. I have not. But and I haven't actually explored many coffee shops in the last like year. She's fake, guys. She's I, tricking us. <laughs> okay, you know how I remember Candid? I have my favorites already. Is it McDonald's? No, it's okay, trying to be my favorite coffee shops. Yeah, you guys, you guys go check out coffee one day. Anyways, that's yeah, your two minutes on ahead. coffee. I, I feel bad because I don't drink it at all in Viv loves How can you it? not drink coffee? It's like lifeblood to me. Yeah. Uh, I think water and salt is my lifeblood, but I, those are my lifeblood too. I mean, I love coffee, but I try to limit myself because I know caffeine. I don't believe you. Every time we go, <laughs> every time we go Koto Hue, she always gets iced coffee. Even I've been very coffee. weak lately. <laughs> We yeah. have we have one waitress that always greets us at Kodoha, the same one, and instantly as she sees her, oh, would you like an iced coffee? And Viv can't say no. And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, In, it's inside, like, my- like even before she comes up, Viv's like, I have to say no. But then she doesn't say no. <laughs> yeah, we're never saying no. <laughs> Viv doesn't. I, I say no very easily, but... Yeah. I kind of tell myself, okay, if she asks, then fine, I'll say yes. If she doesn't ask, then it's a no. It's not happening. But lately, she's been asking every time, so I need to change my rule she up. She knows, dude. Yeah. She knows you. She's like, ooh, she this this girl's an easy five bucks. Is it five bucks? About? Uh, I sound like they make commission. 
I don't remember now. <laughs> wait, okay, so... But uh, then, wait, I started making Vic coffee at home. So I'm like, oh, when I get there, ooh. I already know that I had my Vic coffee before volleyball. Wait, is it Vic coffee if you make it yourself? Or is yeah. It, yeah, I use the it, same thing. Is it yeah. Laos coffee now? No, it's... A, please shut up. <laughs> I, I use the same Vic coffee and everything. Do you, though? Yeah, it's the exact same one. It's like yeah, the, it's, an orange tin. You buy it at a store. Yeah, it's but an orange tin, it. and I have a... Is it drip? Yeah, and, and I used the drip fine. thing. Wait, if a white person makes Vic coffee, is it still Vic coffee? Yes. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, uh, okay, so you open the store, and then what's it like in the morning? Like, busy-ish, or how's it? At noon, depending on the day, it's pretty... Like, we'll have, like, a rush of people coming in. What does um, that sound like? like? Well, like, they'll, they'll either come in to sort of sell cards or, like, looking to buy something, and, like, we'll try and help them as much as we can, um, filling out orders and stuff like that as they come in as well. Yeah. Right? Um, and then sometimes it's depending on the day, I'll like, uh, start setting up the tournament for the evening. Cause yeah. Cause you have five per week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, commonboxgames.com and they have five tournaments per week. They're on 118th street. F. F. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. And then if there's a, there's a lull, me, maybe like my partner and I will just sit down and play some games ourselves. Wait, how, how like, do you not eat lunch? How does I that do. work? Oh, I eat, I eat lunch at like one o'clock. Oh, do you ever have like what I mean bring for lunch? This, this happens to me a lot at work like sometimes I get too busy back then and then I won't eat we lunch do. till like 3 or 4 p.m. Yeah, or something like 100%. that 100% what do you bring for lunch uh, sometimes I'll bring pasta sometimes I'll bring udon sometimes I'll bring like rice mm. um, but that, a lot of the times I'll bring my lunch so I can eat it in the evening and you'll so, buy food and then we'll buy lunch <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can that's you know workers be whatever you know, you can expense that. It's fine. Don't I worry about it. That yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should. Nice. You should. It's, it's what you need. Expense everything. Expense yeah. everything. Expense the gas Don't you tell take. my accountant, though. <laughs> I feel like your accountant I'm won't I'm sure care. they know. Yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, pretty sure... They 100% the, Your accountant will tell you, don't tell the government. They'll, let, yeah. they'll, 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 they'll look at my, like, statements, and, like, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you got to feed people that, you know, you work for sometimes. We, we, we try our best to sort of feed our employees, too. Like, we'll have, like, socks of food in the back, like... Oh really? That's so nice of you guys. Yeah. I feel like there's very few places like that. We want we want them to be happy so they don't steal from us. Oh, that's true. That's true. We gotta keep them happy. You guys have you guys ever thought of like selling drinks? We do sell drinks. Oh, like not like like, like coffee or anything like that, but like oh. we have like one like that was one of the first things we like we thought reached of? out to Coke to like yeah. get a fridge and like get. Oh yeah, yeah, but I was like like a little coffee making thingy thing. What the fuck is that called? I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Like a, what what like, do they have at Remedy? Stuff that makes stuff. Like a like a like a machine. Stuff like that a, makes like stuff. Like a bar- barista thing. Yeah 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 yeah. What the hell? What are those things that at Remedy where they steam your milk and shit? Like a lot. Like a barista. Is yeah. that is that what it's called? The person. No, the fucking machine the giant that does machine the work. That, like will steam it and like a coffee brewer thing like with espresso and like all that fancy shit they have at at Remedy. Like. Like their machinery to make their drinks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like their brain yeah. machines? Is there a name for that or I'm just making shit up right now? There probably is a name for it, but. Okay, not. well, fuck it. You, dude, you should make some like themed drinks. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be so cool? See, I mean. we thought about that at first, but Ooh. a food license is a bitch. Oh, right okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like we didn't, we, we wanted to like have food, but. It's tough. It's tough because it, a food license is a completely different license and like you have to sort of meet standards yeah that, like, yeah it makes sense it's just a, a, a lot more 
in the back of my head that I didn't want to worry about. So we yeah. just didn't bother. I mean, like maybe later on, but I, I agree. Like you focus on what you're good at exactly. and what you want to get better at it, first. It's one of the reasons why when we were sort of planning out the business, like we sort of cut board games and like we cut magic mm. from like what we sort of want to like focus on. Yeah. Because one board games and stuff will like sit on, like be dead stock on your shelf a lot. And it's like one of the hardest things to sell because like, you technically can't have repeat customers for board games. Like, you cut, you like, you go to the store, you buy Monopoly. Yeah, you're never buying Monopoly again. Yeah, unless right? someone steals it. Yeah, no, exactly right. right? Yeah. So like, it's very hard to sell someone on like the same product, or like having a lot of that product. Like, yeah. if I like bring in like five copies of Monopoly, I have to sell it to five different people. Mm. That's true. Right. Whereas like booster packs like people want to freaking gamble like some people come in and buy like 36 booster packs at a time oh Holy shit. Fuck. Like, and like rip that stuff there and like oh so much just endorphin and serotonin you know <laughs> like all think, this gambling do you think um board game place shops ever launder money i i mean i feel like everything launders money a little i mean I don't you guys want though. trucks. <laughs> like, I mean, if I had to clean, like, you talking about board game and how to sell and shit, I'm like, man, if I had to clean money, like, dude, fuck, well, this might be the way. Yeah. One of the biggest things about board games is like, having shop. people who, like, know board games. Dude, my brother's a fucking right. fanatic. Like, selling board games is so hard because, like, you have to keep up with board games. You have to be able to recommend board games to, like, different customers. And, like, yeah. oh, oh like, they came, true. last time they came in, they bought Monopoly. Like, oh, I bet they'll, like, risk. Yeah. And you recommend them to buy that. Right. That's why, I, like, I like wanted to do it at first because like it like fills tables, but like, but it's no, I, I, I really like your approach. You, you want to get good at what you're good at. There's, there's a lot of board game cafes. They like are. Let, let them do what they're good at. They have a food license. They want to do all that. You should be good exactly. at what you do. Um, wait, if you're, if you guys are playing tournaments, do you ever like just get a bunch of pizzas and everything? How does that work for ourselves? Oh, but like, Oh, okay. Makes sense. Because we don't serve food, we'll like, yeah. as long as you're cleaning up after yourself, you, you feel like oh, you can, whatever. You oh, you, so they can bring food and eat yeah. and stuff. Oh, that's oh, so nice. chill. It's yeah. a very chilled environment. I mean, I, I know some places are a bit more stingy on that type of stuff, yeah, right? No, so, no, like, like some of the guys every week will order a pizza and like just chill and sit there and eat. And like, as long as they're not making a mess, as long as they're cleaning up after themselves, I don't care. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. uh, okay, so you're at the store. It's probably evening now. Uh, we'll run the event. Um, oh, so you're still there even for the event? So they're from 11 a.m. till 10? 10 p.m. is oh when the event goodness. ends. Oh, Generally, shit. depending on the number of players, right? Um, On Fridays, they'll like typically always end at like 10, 10.30. Okay, okay. Uh, Tuesdays will probably always end at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Okay. Every Fair. other day, like it's probably like 8. Oh, okay. 8 so non-tournament nine. days, which is there's only like two for you, right? Two non-tournament days will yeah. always leave at around 8 unless we're like sitting there dicking around and like yeah. just chilling. Playing Smash or something like that. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um. But on like the 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 Fridays are always like the longest days because mm. we're open the longest on Fridays. So, okay, are you tired at that point? Like physically, maybe not so much, but like mentally, you've been like working the whole time. You've been having to focus, kind of focus most of the time. Or how's that? I work? think so. Yeah. Um. I I think I'm introverted, so like, oh, being okay. like yeah. around that many people socially, like sucks all that it's energy. Like, so exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And like on Fridays, we'll have like. 30 to f- 30 players in the store. Yeah. Like for play- hours for like f- five hours. Fuck. Oh, does Jesus. it get like sweaty and hot? No, we have an AC. System. Oh, thank fuck. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Even so, the winter, does it get hot in the winter? Or 
Uh, it gets cold in the winter, but oh, like, okay. you know, that's well, a lot more. But with that many people in there, like your storefront's fogged up. Yeah. What's going on in the side? A little humid, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I like take naps during the day. Just oh. in, in our back office and the sofa. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, nice. You guys cheap out on the sofa, or you guys got a good napping one? It's a sofa I brought from my house. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. One. Fair enough. Oh, nice. So, um, your employee comes in or whatever time, and you just take a quick break and stuff. And when I think so, like when we first got out our employees, now like when the employees come in, like. My business partner and I will like fuck off yeah. and like go play cards for like three hours until it gets busy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So like that has really helped with burnout. Yes. Right. Cause I, I think at first, like we were there seven days a week, 10 hours a day, like working every day. Yeah. And it's just be the same thing over and over again. And like it's fun, but like it gets repetitive. It's like, it's like the, the menial stuff, like sorting and like. Yeah. It's exhausting. Like, like you like cards, but you like playing them, not working at a store trying to sell them well, yes all the time. No, like, like yeah, but like you doing that all the time will get tiring. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. you could play cards for a whole day and not feel as tired, right? It's so, very draining mentally. So, so them coming, you get to have that break, and it's kind of nice that you've intermingled like work and hobby. So it's like, oh, I can still be at the store physically, but mm-hmm. I'm not like say working, working because I have employees doing the actual, exactly, you know, right. customer service, and I'm like enjoying myself here on the side. Not like we'll that. always help as much as we can. Like obviously, when we get like a big Russian. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. I feel like you guys got a good system. Uh, so like your employees come how often then? Like now, five days a week, two of them each. Oh, two part-time wow. employee, five days a week. Wait, two of them each, five days a week. So yeah. oh, okay. So there's some days where you literally don't even have to be there because you got two that's two the of them there. Now. Yeah, uh, oh, I started nice. scheduling them nice. on Mondays and Thursdays by themselves. How did you find them? Are they just like card geeks too, or interviews? Like card geeks. Oh, okay. I mean, they, I feel like well, they they have to have a somewhat of a passion too, right? Yeah. So that that was like one of the most fun things to do as a business owner. Was You're like, like, what card is this? Interviewing people and like getting applications in because um, we like sort of reached out to like different communities and like um here this is our application like you can fill out this application form and like with like a little test yeah like what is um the card quality of this picture right like is it wow is it like near mint light play moderately played heavily played yeah and like this is like sort of our baseline like oh we know we'll want to hire you if you can sort of figure this out well it makes sense because if i go into that store i want to make sure the guy i'm talking to knows his shit exactly right because because i might not know my shit but i want to make sure you know your shit so both of our employees like play all the games yeah for the most part so like they know yeah um but that was probably one of the most fun things to do as a business owner just like uh, reading through all the like applications, like oh my god, this is like the most ridiculous application <laughs> ever. Like, or, like this person is like so off the ball that like. Could you imagine if you saw my name in it? You'd be like, yo, this fucking troll. <laughs> I would hire you on the spot. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> uh, but then interviewing was also interesting too, because like it's like something I'd never sort of experienced before. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been on like one end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've never been on the other side of yeah. it, right? So that was like a fun experience. So you're I, like, just trying to make up. You're like, oh, when I was on this end, what the fuck did they ask me and shit like that? We also reached out to like some, like one of my friends who um, owns another business in Edmonton that yeah. like has done a lot of hiring and like, how do I go about what, what should I look out for or stuff like that? Yeah, like, yeah. Did, did, did as much research as I can. Criminal record, shit like that. Yeah, makes no, sense. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> if anything, I'd want them to have a criminal record so they they wouldn't be scared of one eighteenth. Mm, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you're gonna have to hire security one day. We have security. Oh really? Yeah, the building has on-site security. Oh, that's one nice. of the reasons why we picked it. Oh, that's very very we, nice. Like, it's a large parking lot. It's on-site security, like pretty much. Oh. Twenty-four-seven. That's pretty cool. I like that. 
Yeah, so we really don't have to worry. And like we paid for the alarm system and everything. So that was a fun research. Like I did all the like the the networking and the tech stuff for, yeah. for the store. It was very fun. Yeah, because it connects to what you used to or what exactly. Yeah, your job was. That's cool. But yeah. That's um, really cool. And then fucking go home, play a game of Dota with me, and then sleep time? Like, how yeah, that I'm like usually in bed at 10. At 10? Yeah. Or 11 or something if you're at the store until 10.30 or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go home, probably eat dinner. That's um, not bad, I guess. You get seven and a half hours. I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad. <laughs> you wake up at 5.30 and you yeah, sleep at 10. Yeah, I'm in bed at 10. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think I'm asleep until like 11 or 12. <laughs> that is the one thing I don't get. Like it's not just you. A lot of my friends do the same thing. Where like they're in bed at a time, but they don't sleep till like an hour or two later. I'm like, what? Well, the that's hell? like me too. What? Yeah. Bed is for sleeping, no? I don't understand being well, able to sleep like right away, like at all. A lot of it is like disconnecting, right? Like I, like I'm ready to go to bed. So like I'll I'll wash up. I'll brush my teeth. I'll yeah. like floss. I'll, yeah. um, like just wash my face and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. then Go to bed, and yeah. then I'll probably like lay in bed on TikTok for a bit. Maybe I'll read. Like so, I could disconnect from like my phone it's and then like unwinding. Like yeah, read, exactly. like read a book. Book. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You don't do that. You just go straight to bed and okay, good night. I'm out in like five minutes. I, I can do that <laughs> oh, too. Shit, 100%. That's, in, that's insane. I have never been able to do that in my I, life. I, I mean, I was I was talking to Joyce about this. I was like, the reason, the only reason I'm still doing hot yoga is like, I enjoy the fact that you have to like turn off, turn on, and turn off in like a very short time. Mm. Like to truly like uh, be good at it or be better at it. You have to know to like turn off and turn on. So for me, like, dude, as soon as he fucking says Shavasana, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh fall God. asleep pretty quickly, to yeah. be honest. Like, yeah. if I'm like laying in bed and like I'm ready to like, I'll just pass out. Dude, you only get six and a half hours of sleep then. I mean, now I do, but I used to wake up, like I would be in bed at 10 and like sleep at like 11 or 12 and then wake up at eight. But, but now I have to wake up at 5.30, four days a week. <laughs> I'm worried for you. I'm not sure if it's worth it. I mean, physical activity is good, but losing sleep is not good. I mean, I take so like. Actually, naps are really good. Recently, really good. Yeah. like when I, I would like get home from the gym and yeah. then sit there for a bit, and then probably like at around nine thirty to ten thirty. Yeah. Or, or sorry, nine thirty to ten. I'll take a nap, and then wake up and like go to work. Oh, you just go gym later. This is. We all have to go at five thirty. Why? Because the people, the people I go to the gym with work at like 8 or 9 o'clock. Oh. Oh. They're my I mean, motivation. I mean, uh, I mean... It's so much more fun in the morning. How have your gym sessions been going? Uh, I mean, I've been really exhausted. It's like He's it's really weird getting back into it. Mm -hmm. I haven't gone in like a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So He's pumped. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a very, like, a good, so, like, I don't know, person who knows what they're doing. Like This I'm guy's... Just, He's going to save money soon. He doesn't have to pay for security. Uh, He's going to get shot. <laughs> his, his program is more for toning and like not strength, right? You can get jacked, bro. You know, take some BJJ class, take some Muay Thai and you're fucking there. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, you are you. you are security. Yeah. People walk by the store and be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I'm not you and they're like, no, no. Place. Yeah, I ain't taking money from this place. Yeah. Wait, so how, um, how does that work like uh, money-wise? Like is it mostly... Uh, digital transaction or you guys have cash on hand we do have like um a stockpile of not a lot but like we'll buy collections and stuff like every once in a while too right so no no, no i like um do you guys keep a lot of cash at the store no no no, 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 no. Oh, okay. we try not to yeah, yeah i mean i feel like even some business now don't even like accept it they're just like no we only no i think we have to yeah, yeah no i understand but like it's 
it's tough because like you have to probably make trips to the banks and stuff and all that once a month probably yeah okay. and get changed and stuff i mean my I, my aunt used to have to do that for her story it's so much work but like thankfully we have a bank right on 118 so yeah that's true that's true that will help damn that's pretty cool i mean guys if you're from japan you want to come and open a car shop that's day in life you hear that konami you fucking hear that? Hey, this guy's Konami is very supportive of us. This okay? this guy's working really hard. He needs some more <laughs> swag from you guys. All right. Uh, okay. So last little bit, you had. Oh shit. <laughs> so obviously, you told me at the very beginning. You know, you you thought of all these things. Expectations versus reality. What's kind of um. Um, I, I guess like, like according to our business plan, we're like right on track. Oh. Oh. Like, was oh our, nice. Was was fucking of, amazing. Kind of nice. Planning. Like, I was very impressed. Like, I was actually looking at this like couple days ago yeah with my business partner and like just reviewing our past year and like seeing where we're at and like if we can pay ourselves soon because it's it's been our one year right yeah and like our projections and like for our business plan has been like pretty pretty much on the dot in terms of like how everything's going and like stuff like that and do you think your expectations were like obviously your expectations were accurate because it reflected reality but do you think it was like too conservative or do you think it was reasonable kind of? i think our expectations were reasonable if anything i was like underestimating like, oh, okay. or like yeah underestimating okay oh, nice. so you did better than you yeah. originally thought okay that's nice that's very nice so it, it feels good right yeah, like yeah. I, I think i was a lot more like realistic in terms of like oh we're probably not going to be profitable within the first year like like any small business right yeah so i mean you gotta take some wins sometimes right you gotta yeah, take, take, the, take the w's where you can yeah right your best. I mean, in life, especially in Dota, you take a lot of L's all the time. We were taking a lot of L's. <laughs> baseball of dicks all day. Nice. Yeah, pro- probably better than expected, I think. That's cool, man. Your shop sounds very amazing. Unfortunately, I haven't uh, visited yet. Okay. But uh, soon, soon I will. Soon I'll come. I'll make sure you guys have a lot of cash on hand. Not I'll bad. stick you guys up. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's always fun to gamble. I think uh, one of our like mutual friends. He, one of the twins. Yeah. He came in, bought yeah. one pack, and like sold it right back to the store for like triple what he paid for the pack. Oh, because there was a valuable. Yeah, yeah. He pulled oh, like a god. Like, my oh god. my god. What a, what Dude, a that actually sounds fucking like something. Okay, guys, this might not be representative to reality, but did you guys just hear that story? Go comment. Go to commonboxgames.com or go to common box game store. On 19th Ave. If you you have that gacha feel in you and you just want to YOLO, like, I just want to buy a pack, they'll evaluate for you on the spot, too. Yeah. So yeah. you open it on the spot. They'll sell it to you for a fair price because, like like Gordon said, his prices are based off, you know, whatever this back-end thing tells them and stuff. Um, and they'll evaluate it on the spot for you and potentially buy it back from you for more money. Exactly. And you know what? Our motto is a pack a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> so how much is a, what's a standard pack look like? Let's, four or five bucks. Four, bucks. four or five bucks, guys. If you're looking to gamble, don't go play, you know, blackjack or anything. Come here, open a pack. You, you, you know, it actually feels good to open something too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, like, like it's not a present, but it's like, it does feel like a present. A little, it feels like, nice. Right. And like, like you like, so especially with like Pokemon cards, you like the, this, like the etiquette or like the standard is like, Turn it over, yeah. So it's at the back of the card, and then yeah. pull the first one, first four, like four from the top, and then put it in the front, yeah. So that like the rare card is always at the back, and then you go at it like one by one, yes. And, like, you like delay gratification to like know what the hollow or like the the hit, yeah, is. The only reason I know that is you know Norman, he has that yeah. uh, whatever is his Twitch, oh, fuck, Enflow, Enflow is yeah. his Twitch channel, guys. HPW, check check that shit out too, man. He has a pretty cool stream, exactly. but he he opens cards on stream and mm-hmm. stuff. 
Do you guys ever do any of that type of stuff on stream? Or uh, no, we no? we did every once in a while. Okay. Um, our focus is on other things, but it's like something we eventually wanted to do. Is that so? Is that one of your ideas? Like, I don't want to like destroy your future upcoming idea, but like, you want to enter a bit more streaming or anything like that? Like, yeah. So like with our big events, we like stream yeah. the entire day. Like it was twelve hours. Is that tough? Because like you kind of need the camera on top of the player or some shit, or how's that work? Oh yeah, do you have to stream like every single table then? No, we we stream one feature match table that we put on the stage. Oh okay. And we'll like set yes. aside. We'll like pick and choose like different play like a table every round. Like go up on the stage, sit there, and play with like a top down camera. Like we basically set it up like like this yeah, above yeah, your yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. And like have the camera pointing down. Yeah. And it's connected to the computer off to the side. Yeah. And we'll cast over it. Oh, yeah. dude, that was I, very fun. I should talk to you oh, because God. everyone keeps telling me to do video for my podcast, and I kept saying no, but now I I'm like, fuck, man, everyone keeps fucking telling me. Yeah. And I keep saying it's too hard, but I actually don't know if it's too hard because I've never done easy. it. Um, even matching the audio? Yeah, you just clap. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but okay. Like, like um, you know how, like, in, in like a movie set, they'll like have the clacker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That clacker is meant to sync. Whoa! Down in video. Oh. I never knew that. So yeah. I'll just go like, holy shit! Exactly. And then I'll use that frame fat. for the sound and the video to match. Exactly. Oh, but I, sometimes I have to edit Taro out. I mean, maybe I should not edit him out. You should probably edit Taro out. <laughs> then that means I have to edit that part out too, and I have to clap again to sync the next section. That's fine. No, you don't have to. I mean, because like it's, it's sort of already like that section of video has to come out with the section of with. Of audio too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I I sync the two first and I just cut that whole section out of True. both audio yeah, yeah. and video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do that all together in like okay. editing software. You guys see that? That's called um logicking. Okay, guys. Yeah. I learned that five years in a university degree or seven years, um, sixty thousand dollars. That's what you get. Some logic right there. Okay. Well, my software side is a lot worse, but like our our like our friend M four, yeah. like he'll know a lot more about that sort of stuff. But um, I'm like I'm more like on like the, the tech side because I wanted to set up like an entire streaming setup for. Where would you put the camera? If you were to do this podcast, I would have two cameras. Fuck, man, that's what everyone yeah. fucking says. One too. facing me, one facing no, you, right? no, or one no. facing both okay, of us. If you can only do one, if you could only do one, you would, I would have everyone sitting on like the one side and then like, having the camera God, together. Uh, what about camera just here? Just here. Well, it's such a like, weird ass angle. Well, then everyone would have to come out. To yeah, this side, right? I just just that all day, just middle finger to the camera all day. It's yeah. a weird angle. You also have to have a nice angle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotta and accentuate your, two your, your cameras best is so much work, so much more video editing. No, you can just, just like, do one. I mean, I do two cameras. Okay, we'll do one camera. We'll make Viv wear low cleavage shirts every day mm-hmm. for right. the podcast, and we'll get millions of views. I'm a naked. <laughs> I don't want to censor that shit. Please, <laughs> please wear something. Uh, okay, she, she'll she'll be the best clickbait. I yeah, I think so too. I remember. I think one of our fr- like mutual friends' TikToks. Yeah. Like. It's of him hitting lines, but like it got so popular because of Viv's Oh, right. I mean, we shouldn't really show her ass on the fucking podcast, but you definitely can show someone. No, you do like a behind the scenes thing and I just walk by the camera. Oh, (laughs) or every, every episode at some like cue point, you have to pick something up for some reason. Boom. (laughs) Everyone's waiting for that. You're literally just clickbaiting Viv. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, Anyways, enough about the podcast, more about the Guys, commentboxgames.com if you guys want to check out some cool um, cards. Also, dude, seriously, if you have that gacha itch, like sometimes I have that gacha itch, very rarely for me. That's why I don't gamble. I have it every day. <laughs> do you buy cards from your own store? Sometimes just fuck it. Let's oh. do that. That's why he's not making money. That's why he's not paying himself. <laughs> yes, no. Like, we'll, like, my business partner and I, we really like expensive cardboard. Yeah. Like when we're playing the game. So, like, we've spent like $1,000 on three cards before to use. 
he's he's okay guys here he's investing back into the store (laughs) by buying packs from the money they pay we don't buy packs we buy singles Uh, it's all medicine man like is that like your showcase stuff do you buy some like crazy singles and you put that showcase you know you know how someone like brags about their store they have that one showcase thing well yes and no um like at the at the beginning um one of our like our biggest draws or like um like what's what's the word like showcasing thing yeah. like yeah it's not it wasn't for sale yeah essentially but it was like a one or like number 888 of a thousand yeah platinum blue eyes white dragon card oh geez. like probably like 20 grand dude the chinese community must be all over that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, we had it out on display and like just showcasing it in our showcase like so like anyone who walked in like when we were like having our grand opening and stuff like could see it take it yeah take it, of it, put it on instagram uh, and it was like these fucking nerds probably stand next to it and take a selfie and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have like a try we try and do a lot of those things because th- i'm like really bad at social media but i know how important it is and like it's been such a struggle like um one of our mutual friends who like has her own business like is yeah. so good at that social media thing like, oh. i'm so envious of it right like yeah she like is always on social media and like yeah. talking about it, but, like it's like the biggest struggle for me oh to, like, fuck me too i hate that sh- i think i'd be so disliked on social media it's like so hard to like constantly think about that sort of stuff and like yeah like on my calendar like three times a week i was like social media posts just so i would remember to do it because like it's all about engagement it's all about consistency Oh, dude, that is so 100%. tough, man. Really tough. That's like my biggest hurdle. I have so many controversial takes. I don't think anyone will like me on social media. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kill oh, all you have the a podcast. Kill all the turtles. I didn't know why. Throw more straws Fuck into the, the ocean. Turtles. I, no, I, what? No, I love turtles. <laughs> I like turtles too, but I like I like plastic straws more. I like turtle no, soup. But, uh, but it's pretty good. <laughs> no, it's not. You can get glass straws. No, those I straws. I carry glass do, straws with me everywhere I go. Dude, plastic straws are amazing. I fucking love that. As shit. long as it's not a paper straw that's like, is it going to get flaccid on me in like 20, 20 seconds? I'm happy. Yeah. I fucking hate paper straws. But like, did you guys also know the whole campaign over not using plastic straws is kind of a phony because even if the entire world doesn't use plastic straws, the companies that pollute and create a lot of plastic contribute to majority like over 90 percent of the plastic pollution so if everyone stopped using plastic straws it actually doesn't make that big of a dent in the plastic problem at these fucking all fuckers are taking away something we like love. at no. all it's like a whole it's just a marketing thing really I love my plastic straws can you even can you even make spitballs from other straws yes it's, it's just a tool no, because I feel like the you get more su- suction pressure with plastic straws because it actually contracts, whereas metal and all the oh, other shit. Ooh, potentially. I, so. yeah. I mean, I think if my paper feature. straw contracted, it's not going to work anymore. Right. That's the problem. I don't, I don't think anyone was thinking about that stuff when they were d- designing pla- like, yeah. straws. But I mean, but you, there's like, aside from blowing spitballs, you have pasta straws. Um, I think silicone straws are stupid. Wait, pasta, a straw made of pasta? Yeah, it's literally like, no, that's pasta. pasta. That's food. That's human food. You can food. just use it like a straw. No, it's human food. Unless I'm drinking tomato sauce with that pasta straw. Oh my I god, imagine it. a Caesar. <laughs> that would be fucking pasta amazing. <laughs> That'd be pretty smart, actually. All right. There's glass straws. I bring glass straws everywhere with me. And what if you drop They're it? pretty nice. Well, you're fucked. You oh, can get I, metal straws. If like. I drop my plastic straw, I just pick it up, rinse it down, and I can use it. Well, Oh, I mean, like, if it's not broken. Would a glass straw break when you drop it? Probably, right? No. Probably. So just buy metal Suckers. straws and you're scared of that, yeah. Yeah, but it feels gross. It feels like you, I don't know, just, 
You fucking clean yeah, it. You just wash it. Every you, day. Do you use a metal straw? No, I use plastic whatever straws. straws they give me. They're probably plastic ones. I don't have like a, a bag that I carry around that I can hold a plastic straw in. Like I like I have like my like my fanny pack. Um, but I don't think I could like. Fit I it. I just drink water. Mine's so in my car. I keep mine in my car. But she's smart. Yeah. I I I'm I'm a water boy, so it doesn't bother me ever. Water boy every day. H two O bros. Uh, okay, cool. So we're gonna end it here. Do you want to plug anything else? Um, um, I mean, not plug. I mean, I mean, we do love this brand. Just to let everyone know, like, we didn't like plan anything specific. No, there's no like sponsorship or anything like this. Gordon's my friend. I've known him forever, and he opened a store, and I love to forever. share What's cool forever? shit. High school. Yeah, high school. High school. Sick. And I literally just want him on the show because I think his store is super cool and shit. So that's why it's not like there's no there's nothing like else to this. That's it. There's no money exchanged. Nothing. Hopefully it's interesting. And yeah, that's, that's all I care yeah, if people really actually listen to it. I think it's really cool because like there's so much about card trading that I didn't know about. It's kind of like almost the the board game podcast I had with my brother. Mm-hmm. There's so much about board games I did not know about. It's the, it's so fucking deep. Like they go hard. A lot of things like you can be sweaty with anything. You know. True. Like, True. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, commonboxgames.com. Box All of our social media, commonboxgames. Twitter, box Facebook, game. Instagram, Twitch. Uh, and our link tree. Yeah, for the illiterate, C O M M O N box games. Common box games. All one word. Yeah, all one word. Um, check out everything they have on social media. I'm on their site right now. They got Pokemon cards. They got Yu Gi Oh cards. They got Digimon cards. They got Flesh and Blood. Flesh and Blood looks cool. I've never seen it in my life. Uh, they got Magic the Gathering cards. They got sports cards. Um, they got sleeves. So you're getting into cards. Talk to them. Also, I feel like um, the community is very open to like new people too. So if you're getting yeah, into it, that. go to the store. Just go to a tournament. It doesn't cost money to just like spectate a tournament. You can just go there, watch. Yep. You can just learn a bit more about it. So uh, contact them on any of their social feeds. They'll probably tell you when tournaments are and you want to come and check. Like if you're interested in getting into Yu-Gi-Oh or something like that, just come and see a tournament. I, I assume that's what you would yeah. advise. We yeah. also have a calendar on our website. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, just check out the store or check out their online stuff. Uh, feeling a little gacha. Like the store we told you, you can make money off them. So come mm-hmm. in and buy a pack and see what gets you, right? The instant you get your first hit, all that and like serotonin will go to your head and like yeah it's a You're rush fucking it's a rush billy's lunch money going straight to cards <laughs> buddy <laughs> it's okay this podcast isn't made for kids so i don't give a fuck um but yeah and then check that stuff out common box games from my good friend gordon check out their store um love it this is awesome best card shop in edmonton hands down hands down, hands down. best card shop that came on the jv show hands down <laughs> <laughs> let's um, go let's go let's go yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah but you know if any other shops wants to uh come on the show just let me no just kidding <laughs> we're a common box games type of sh- show okay guys and that's the that's that's the cool shit there uh anything else you want to share gordon before we end it off mm, shout out to rsr shout out to rsr <laughs> let's go. why huh what's wrong with this man <laughs> what shout outs to you Jorge oh let's go so that's to Oops. Viv for inviting me let's nice. go that's that's it wanna shout out any of your other friends no no no, no. Uh, shout yeah. out to shout out to Jesus <laughs> the Korean one only yeah only what about Vietnamese Jesus the Vietnamese Jesus only shout out to Chinese Buddha <laughs> let's go yeah.
But anyways, um, cool. Uh, if you guys like the show, we're on YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And turn on your notification bell. Yeah, and uh, as I said before, the promise still stands. If uh, if there's some interesting comments that you guys send out there, I'll invite you guys to another uh, to one of our food shows. You pretty much get free food and you get to taste stuff with us. Yeah, um, we just want some if more. If you want to taste us, we can join too. Um, maybe we'll also do some collabs coming up too. As long as there's fun. no milk. <laughs> oh, we already just finished our milk one, so you're good for milk. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll do some common box games collabs. So that'd be pretty cool. That'd be fun. Uh, either at their store or on the podcast. So that'd be something cool. Oh, and shoot. then, um, yeah, and then we'll have some cool shows coming up. I think we have some vacation coming up soon still. Uh, uh, so. We gotta sort that out. We gotta sort our next couple podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have to figure that out. <laughs> what you gotta do is like just do two a week, so you can like backlog. We're we're already a week ahead, but we gotta we might have to figure out backlog for, yeah. for the next couple of weeks. But yeah. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show and let us know what you guys want to hear next time. Yeah. See All you guys. Right. Bye.